Welcome to the Extraordinary Culture Podcast, podcast for the culture that is music, movies, sports, food, beer, the extraordinary culture. It's like a reunion. Almost. Yeah. Kind of. Like the Friends reunion? Like the Friends reunion. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm still here for you. I'm Phoebe. Can I be Phoebe? You can be Phoebe. Okay. Was this even Smoke good? Thing. Did you guys even watch no, it? No, I keep meaning no. to. I watched and it, I haven't. I haven't done uh-huh. it yet. I watched it. It was... There were parts that were really good, parts that were eh, okay. What was it? Like, just they sat down and talked about it? Or? Um, It was a little bit of everything. They, like, the opening scene was they came in and they... The set is still all together. They recreated the set, basically. Okay. And, uh, Which is a couch. Okay. Other in an okay. apartment, but right? I mean, yeah. they they did both out? apartments. They did you know the central perk. They had all that, so they're kind of walking in there. There are scenes where they're reminiscing in those. They did some table reads. They played the uh, the trivia game about who knows each other better. Oh, like they did on the show. Like they did yeah. on the show. They did a couple of uh, special guests. Like one of the trivia questions was which person was the hand twin. Oh yeah, yeah. They, okay, they had yeah. to guess who the hand twin is, and Mr. Heckles came out. And how long was it? It was about an hour and a half. Okay. Then uh, there was another set, another <clears throat> part that was recorded uh, with James Corden in an audience. And that was the part where they answered questions. They had a fashion show. They did some silly stuff there. Oh. And the joke going around is, you know, why wasn't Paul Rudd there? <laughs> but Phoebe got attacked by like an ant or a fly while they were recording. They're like, well, there he was. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> It, it's worth a watch. If you have HBO Max, it's definitely worth a watch to kind of see it and get a chuckle. It's fun. I've, I've been meaning to do it. I just haven't mm-hmm. sat down to actually do it. But, uh, man, we had some fun with that on the, on the uh, podcast Instagram with the uh, this is the one we got, but this is the one we want and having that Operation <laughs> Ivy shot. Yes, and I don't think that's ever going to happen. It, it came close, I think, um Jesse Michaels uh, performed with Rancid one time. They did a couple of Operation Ivy songs. That's the closest we'll ever get to an Operation Ivy um, reunion. To just like, it's we can't do it just because what Operation Ivy was it was like playing in tiny clubs and small places. Um, my wife's cousin actually saw Operation Ivy. So he goes, "Yeah, I saw him in a club in South Central, L.A." Like, was it you got a garage hall or an amp playing? Yeah. Time? So like for them to do it, like they would have to do. Like, I mean, you'd be doing like small arenas almost. They'd have to do, like, punk rock bowling. Yeah, they'd have to do something like that or festivals, and that just wasn't what Operation yeah, Ivy like was. Riot Fest or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can respect that, you know. But uh, before we get into, like, this question, um, let's open up this beer. So this is from Black Plague Brewing, and it's Tony Hop's uh, Birdhouse IPA, so it's from Tony Hawk. Um, I saw this one, and I also saw some beers from uh, Paying Tribute to Kobe Bryant. I said, yeah, that's not official. Fuck that shit. I'm going to get the Tony Hawk one. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, what's her name? Just got mad at that. Was it Vanessa? Yeah, she just yeah. got mad at that. She saw some shoes or something that were uh, for, uh, uh, was it Gigi? Gigi, yeah. yeah. For Gigi that were unofficial. She got pissed. And we did too. Remember, we talked about that. We talked about don't buy the bootleg shit. Yeah. Because it's like it's not going anywhere. Oh, but it, you know they're going to. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like, you know. I don't have to be a part of it. I mean, it wasn't part of it to begin with, but like, yeah, no, I don't. Tastes a little yeah, I was, 
I kept on waiting for when that happened, an official uh, Kobe Bryant tribute shirt. I haven't seen one yet, so I'll just uh, wear my jersey. <clears throat> so it's an IPA, huh? Yeah, this is an IPA, and it's uh, 30 IBUs. And, and that a, means? That means bitterness unit, so it's on the bitter side, but it's not, I mean, this isn't overpoweringly bitter. Yeah, it doesn't taste, it doesn't taste that bold. Normally with the IPAs, I'm really not a fan. This, this one doesn't taste bad. It's what they'd call a session IPA, something that's designed to drink a little bit more of as opposed to one and done. Gotcha. You can tell my lack of beer knowledge. But it tastes a little more West Coasty to me than <clears throat> New England. It's not as, not as hazy. Yeah, that's another thing I was looking for. I said, I'm, I'm burning on the hazy IPA, so I said, let's get something more of a West Coast style. And, uh, Tony Hawk, SS from a place over in um, near San Diego where Tony Hawk is from Calabasas or lives in Calabasas, kind of, you know, is from the area. It's a uh, San Diego beer where, like, you oh, know, Wegmans. San Diego was like beer haven uh, 10 years ago when I started getting into the beer scene. Still kind of is, isn't it? There's it's a still, lot of breweries still, in San Diego. It still is, but, like, you have a lot of shit, especially with the West, the um, East Coast hazy IPAs are starting getting over there, and it's just, Beer is just popping up all over. I mean, like Anaheim has quite a few breweries in Orange County. Yeah, they do. Um, Los Angeles, who hardly had any, has got a few. There's one not too far from where I'm going to be in Highland Park called, uh, shit, I forget the name of it. So, There's a mile stretch on the uh, Placentia-Anaheim border. If you go down uh, La Palma, you can hit four breweries in like a mile. Some of them are good, some of them are so-so. And then, like, you see it a lot more at, um, like, smaller liquor stores are carrying a lot more uh, great good stuff. And, like, even Stater Brothers is carrying, like, a decent amount of craft beer. Like, I always, like, check them out. They always, they always have stone, except they don't have the specialty stones. Mm-hmm. No, they just have the, like, you the know, they'll have Ruination there. or, um, yeah, like the, the Tropical Arrogant, or Bastard. Arrogant yeah. Bastard. Yeah, that's what I was thinking Because I was looking for the Enjoy by uh, Fourth of July, but then I saw, like, Tangerine and Pineapple. No, I'm like, I'm not going to go there. No, they'll have like belching beaver every once in a while. Too. I think I just saw the breakfast out in there the other day. Um, no, that's not too bad. It's not the best either. Like where we live, there's a local haven. Yeah. There's several havens around us for craft beer that mm-hmm. are much better selections than uh, than Stater Brothers. But yeah, if you're looking for something quick, Stater Brothers is fine. You know who has a decent selection too, honestly, is uh, the grocery outlets. There's really? one in Norco, right? There's one in Norco. There's one over by me off of Madison. Um you can get some decent stuff. They have their brewery X is their big, the one they collaborate with a lot. The one the one that I've seen over by me, that's another San Diego brewery. They yeah. they do some decent stuff. But I got a I got a six pack of a uh, some Mexican beer. Mexican brewery two ninety nine. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh I saw you post. So that. I'm like this is either gonna be worth my money or worth my money. It's like that. It's like that three dollar like two buck chuck. Yeah, stuff, yeah. it, it was it, it wasn't it has bad. An audience. It wasn't bad. It was, um, I shared it with my neighbors, and they both said it kind of reminded them of almost of like an Oktoberfest from Sam Adams. All right. And I get that. It's got kind of a little bit of that. Okay. It's a little bit on, it's a little bit strong for a lager, but it's not bad. It was worth my three bucks, definitely. Well, it's always nice when you can find beer. How many? Six pack? Six pack. For three bucks. It's 50 cents a beer. Ain't no wrong a with six that. six pack for three bucks? Yep. That That's a freaking gutter punk's dream, dude. There you go. So let's get back. Reunions we want to see. Like TV. What, what TV shows would you want to see a reunion of? Gilligan's yeah. Island with it all dead. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Gilligan Island. Yeah. Uh, uh, what what Island. is that? Uh, not Day of the Dead. Uh, what's it? Walk, fear, fear of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> fear, of the Gil- fear of the island. I think Ginger's <laughs> the only one left now, right? She's walking dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think she is. I, yeah, I think she is. Uh, no, no, no. They're all gone. 
I thought no, I Ginger Don Wells still passed. Left. Don Wells passed at Lanta Lango. Okay. Yeah, I think Ginger's the only one left because I just looked her up today for some reason. Okay. Tina Louis. Yeah. yeah. That's weird because I thought uh, I'm gonna look that up. I believe you, but not, it just gets, uh, gets yeah. in my it gets in my head that like future Marie. Like if <laughs> if she is like I'm how old is she? <laughs> how old was she compared to Don Wells? How about a Goonies movie? reunion? I would love a Goonies reunion. That would be awesome. They did a um, DVD comment or the Blu-ray commentary. Oh, they right. got got together and that was the first time they had been in the same room together, and they were all just talking shit on a which we'll call it Sean Astin because he's you know he done real well, and they gave what's his name James Brolin. Is it James yeah, Roland? James yeah. Roland. James Roland. Uh, they gave him shit for you know <laughs> for doing what? Yeah, I'm like dude, that it's not his fault. He, they they just lucked out. Yeah. Martha Plimpton's done pretty good for herself as an actor. Mm-hmm. So this is what I wanted to know. I wanted to know how much younger than Don Wells was Tina Lu- was than Tina Louise. Five years. There's a five year difference. So now I know what I was thinking. Don Wells was the only one still associated with it because Tina Louise wants nothing to do mm-hmm. with it. That's what it is. Like yeah. she gave up on that shit a long time ago. But that's understandably. Fine. Yeah. <clears throat> uh the T V show reunion I've always thought about was do you remember the Streets of San Francisco with Carl Malden and Michael Douglas? Remember when it came on I changed yeah. the channel. Okay. So <laughs> to answer remember, your question, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember know, the graphic, but then it. like I was yeah. like, Yeah, I know. So I remember always thinking that would be a perfect reunion show. You just have uh Carl Malden, you don't have to you can write him out saying wow. he's dead, but you ha- you switch the roles where Michael Douglas is the uh, older beat cop when you have a young guy coming up on would have been a perfect show they could have marketed it and they never did it now uh michael douglas is like 80 years old but he still looks younger than uh carl malden <laughs> <laughs> man man 25 20 27 years into it i would like to see what happened to the cast of days of confused oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah but, but a richard Linklater style movie again now you know that type of thing a reunion, honestly, a reunion would be hilarious. A class reunion to see them actually actually go to a class reunion and be like, "What the fuck are we doing here? What happened?" <laughs> so you would have like that would actually be cool because you'd have like a reunion like in the year around the year two thousand, like you know that's when they would uh, be like the twenty fifth reunion. Yeah, class of two thousand. Yeah, that would have been cool. Seventy six. Yeah, but after that, you get you get them every day, so you can do a forty year twenty sixteen. Yeah. You know, I did read that book. I read that book on uh, oral history. So that's got my brain on it. It was really good. It's a fantastic book. Who else? Anybody else? George Lopez. (laughs) Yeah, a cast of George Lopez. Uh They've actually, um, through quarantine, um, they all joined TikTok. And uh, George Lopez is big on TikTok. Like people do impressions of him and stuff like that. So they all got together and did like a quarantine version of the intro, what they look like now. So they're all still, yeah. you know, friends and stuff like that. So that would be interesting to, to kind of see. It's been a number of Sounds years. Right. Wow, yeah. has it been like almost fifteen years now? Yeah, something like that. It's it's been a while. So uh, it, it hits syndication. So it did its five years, hundred episodes, uh, over that. So so it's in syndication. I, we've been watching it again, actually recently. Been recording them, and we'll spend a you know, an hour after dinner or whatever watching. George, it's funny, dude. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, it's his comedy. It's his specific, you know, style of comedy. But I think it would. They could do a reunion, and I think it would be just as funny. That's what, that's the only one I think. Other than that, I'm like, yeah. Uh, Mash. Yeah. <sighs> Again, The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't many left in Mash no, either. There's, there's not. Alan Alda. <laughs> Alan Alda, who's eighty uh, something years old. Yeah. He's old too. Jamie uh, Farr, right? Jamie Farr. Yeah. Uh, 
Isn't um, Hot Lips is still alive? Hot Lips is still alive. I yeah. mean, they've had like little, like little small cast Mike, reunions, Mike but Farrell. not like, but not in character. No, I don't think he's... Yeah, he's still alive. Trapper's yeah. dead. Father? Father Mulcahy passed. just passed away, but no, Mike Farrell, DJ. Oh, okay, yeah. I think he's still alive. There's still a few of them around. Radar, he's yeah, he's still alive too. Well, there was thing a couple years ago that they were asking about the Facts of Life reunion. They asked. Nah. Uh, no, they asked Nancy McKeon to do it. She's all, no. No, she's not do it. She goes, no, but goes, I'll direct if they come together dealing with the death of Joe. I'm like. I remember hearing about that. Which yeah. I thought was like, you know, she said, like, I don't want a part of it. But, like, if you do it like this, yeah, I'll come back and That's direct. Cool. What about bands we want to see get reunited? Yeah, you already threw the one out there. The only one I wanted to see, like, that I knew that, well, no one thought that was going to happen. But we already saw them. Who? The Misfits. That's the only one I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing Slapstick one more time. Yeah, okay. That'd yeah. be fun. That'll ne- um no that actually has happened. It's happened have, as as like early as two thousand sixteen, yeah. 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 So it could still be done again. I think all the bands yeah, Okay, are- hold on. You know, um well you threw out Op Ivy in it. I know minor threat's gonna get mentioned here, but that's never gonna happen either. Um I'm fighting the I, urge. I just saw <laughs> I just saw and I don't know how much you guys were into him, but I really liked him. Link eighty. <laughs> They're reuniting? They have reunited, but you know the original I, I know singer, the, the original singer, yeah, Nick, he died. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, he OD'd. Yeah. Um, so I just yeah. listened to, and, and I, I've been listening to this podcast. Gotcha. But so he talked to the uh, the guitarist from Link Eighty, and um, there's some stuff that I pieced together that that was kind of weird. I was like, oh shit, I kind of remember this. So Link Eighty, you know, got kind of uh, they were all teenagers, like yeah. fourteen to seventeen year old yeah. teenagers. They're all young, okay. And yes, Nick Trana was the the son of Danielle Steele, the the romance novel lady. He was bipolar. He had drug issues and that, and that kind of stuff. Okay, I never actually got to see Link Eighty. Link Eighty oh, really? was Link Eighty was also the first band on Asian Man Records because oh, wow. Mike Park had left Skank and Pickle, and then he started Asian Man, and that was the first band. He went to him and he wanted to say he wanted to put out a single, and they convinced him we don't want to put out a single. Like put out an album. We put out a couple singles. Why don't you put out an album? They talked him into that. Okay. So they get on Asian Man, start doing their touring and stuff. On one tour, they canceled the tour like halfway through. And it was because Nick had a bunch of problems. Okay. I was supposed to see Link 80. I was supposed to see Link 80 with MU330. And I can't remember who else. Somebody else on on Dill kind of Asian Man. And they didn't play. And I happened to be upstairs at the merch booth. And just they just got announced Link 80 is not going to play. And somebody asked. Hey man, what happened to Link Eighty? And the drummer from MU Three Thirty just kind of looked at him, and he smacked his, he smacked his arm, because uh-huh. Nick Trainer yeah. had a heroin problem. Okay, it just dawned on me the tour they were talking about was that tour. Was that tour? I was supposed to see them on that tour that they canceled halfway through because Nick had a bunch of problems, and then the band got into it, and they all just went their separate way and went home. They they still they got back together again after that. The Blue Meanies, but that, and that's who it was. It was yeah, the MU three thirty and the Blue we Meanies. Were, we were all there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all of us I were there. That, that was the one Nick yeah, Nick Eddie was supposed to there. play, and they didn't play because he. I never saw the Blue yeah, that's that's that, that was the reason why. Because the band got into it, he had his problems, and they all said, "Fuck it, I'm going home." And they all did. They all took up and went home. They left the tour. Wow, huh. that was it. I was putting this, he was talking about it. I was like, wait a minute, the timeline fits. Oh shit, that was the tour. We're supposed to see. We're supposed to see him. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, every now and then I'll listen to Link Eighty on on. Like, I listened to it the other day YouTube because music, because yeah. the, he was talking to the guy. They're talking about that, and they had a comedian on who said he grew up in. He did some years in Corona, and like, well, did you ever see Voodoo Ghost Skulls? And I was like, whoa, wait, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen Voodoo. You know, I've seen them plenty of times. How many times to count? And we'll talk about them in a little while, actually. Yeah, 
So we will do that. You were going to say something yeah. about a band? All the bands like I would want to see get reunited are dead. So Clash. <laughs> the Clash. The, the Ramones. Ramones. The Ramones, yeah. Yeah, we were close. <laughs> we were so close. That, uh, what was it, the 25th anniversary with the Misfits? Because, uh, yeah. yeah, that's what Jerry was telling us in the parking lot. Supposed to be the Ramones on that tour, too. Yeah. Damn, we were close. Yeah, 2002. So close. And I think when we went to the um, Inland Invasion when they had the punk the punk rock one, uh-huh. um, I think they probably would have got the Clash together. Because that was one of the last shows that the Clash played was uh, the Oz Festival. Mm. You know, sometimes just the money doesn't yeah, do it for these too. bands. The Smiths. So, um, yeah, well, the Smiths. Oh, but yeah. I give you another one who you wouldn't think of, but I actually talked to the dude is um, uh, My Chemical Romance. Um, they're doing it now, but at the last Warp Tour, I ran into. Um, actually, I was talking to Tazy. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Tazy, and uh, I had finished talking to Tazy, and he had said Kevin Lyman had walked by, and he called Kevin Lyman over. And he said, "Hey, Kevin, you know this is um, this is Dan and his daughter." So I, I was talking to yeah. Kevin Lyman, you know, right? And she had on a My Chemical Romance shirt, and he straight told her, "You know what? I tried to get them back together, and they just didn't want to do it at the time." Like, if there's anybody that can get a band back together like that, it'd be him. It's Kevin oh, Lyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah he'd, he'd have a big influence on that because they're known not in our day, but after our day as a Warped Tour band. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was pretty interesting. But they're they're doing it now, and I've been put off for two years to see them. It's been. I bought tickets in, good God, 18, 2019. 19, yeah, almost two years ago I've had tickets. Damn. Yeah. That's true. They got put off and then put off and then next year, October next year. So we'll, we'll do it. October 2022? Yeah. They, they, it was supposed to be October 2020, and they said can't do it. They said next year. We got to this year here in 2021, and then like I don't think we're in a spot where we can bring that many people in a place, yeah, because it's supposed to be at the forum. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're gonna, just going to put it off again into 2022. Okay, do you think that if you were in a band, we'll just band whatever, band A, and you had the opportunity to reunite, and you kind of were just like, you know what, fuck it, let's do it. And guns, then a the pandemic hits. Well, but then a pandemic hits. And now you got to put it off. And then it's, well, we're still not ready to do it. Do you think going into that tour that you're still going to be of the same mindset that you were two years ago? I think there's enough money on the table that the answer is yes. Yeah. I think there's enough money on the table. Okay, so I don't, I don't know. Do you want to just get into music now? Because we're kind of sure yeah. in that in that Why segue. Um, so actually today, um, and oh, yeah. Rick, you posted something about this, but um, uh, tickets went on sale this week for a lot of different shit. Like music is coming back. Yeah, full swing. If, if you hadn't haven't paid attention, music is coming back full swing. So today I did get tickets to Rise Against oh, I and did the too. Descendants and the Menzingers. Um, I got tickets to that. I did I, too. That's I, my freaking dream lineup. I got tickets to um the that Voodoo show at uh, the Glass House. The, yeah, at the Glass House. Like I, I don't just I come across this stuff and I, and it was before you even posted it. Yeah. Like I already had tickets already by the time you had put you had sent it to us. And then by the time you had posted that, I had already had tickets. I too. did. I did too. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's why I posted it. So yeah, that, but then Guns and Roses went on sale today. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, Coachella went yeah, on sale today. Coachella, like a ton of shit is going on sale, dude. Like it's a it's a wet dream right now for freaking tickets. It totally is. But and you got to you got to have the money because yeah, it's all that rise against. They went on sale like three weeks ago. Did they really? Yeah, and I passed up on the presale because I'm like, it's rise against. I'm like. I don't want to spend sixty, seventy dollars a ticket for Rise Against. I've already done that. I saw him on the Ghost Note Symphony store, which was totally worth it for the sixty, seventy bucks a ticket. And then um, today, Menzingers and Descendants both said, "Hey, we're support for this tour." 
I'm like, oh fuck, now I got to <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk more music or just the concert stuff. Yeah, Take a break and we'll come back to stuff. Okay. You guys hear about the Linda Lindas? That was honestly one of the most fun songs I've heard in a long time. Yeah. Just good old fashioned Riot Girl style punk. Yeah, I heard Listen. a lot of like Bikini Kill. I heard uh, not the Donna's Electrocutes, more Electrocutes, yeah. which was like the Donna's uh, previous band. Bef- they had like two other bands called Raggedy Andy and Electrocutes, but Electrocutes actually recorded a full length album. I heard that kind of stuff. Uh, minor Threat influences. The Count Off, co- totally like. To be cheesy here, uh, Sex Bomb from Scott Pilgrim. But it was fun. And, and, you know, I think we've mentioned it that one of the dads is, is employed by Epitaph, but they got signed. Yeah. And that's really cool. I don't care, you know, who you are. You have to have talent to get signed. Yeah. And there's potential in there. I mean, it went viral. And they're like, oh, wait up. You have a uh, – your dad works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll sign you. I mean, yeah. 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 So there has to be that stuff. They were oh. on Jimmy Kimmel too. Not too, I think this week they were, because I just read about it in the L.A. Times, and I, I think I linked the L.A. Times one. And they were saying like, you know, this is gone viral. We this is the first time we had um, been on national TV, which is funny because Dan and I saw the first appearance of Social Distortion on national TV, mm-hmm. and they had been around for like thirty something years. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and they did a viral. It's like, yeah, we just did this. Like my. Phone's blowing up in history class, and I was like, what's going on? He goes, your song's like a crazy hit. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Kimmel told him, was like, hey, I know you guys are a punk rock fan. Don't destroy the set. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, good for them. Good for, you know, anybody, young kids, we have to encourage them to, like, use their talents and the resources. Right. Um, I mentioned the Donalds earlier. They were a high school band that they toured forever as, you know, they, they toured. They were to Japan as kids. Because they're still in high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, their second album was called uh, American Teenage uh, Dream or, or American Teenage whatever. Rock and Roll Machine. Rock and Roll Machine, yeah. Um, they were encouraged. Like, people go, hey, just keep up the good work. Keep it up. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah. And we need to encourage younger kids to do this because we've done our age. We can't do a band. And if we even did a band, we couldn't go on tour right now. To have the level of talent as teenagers to be able to do something like that, you're just going to get better. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna, you know, hone your craft, you're gonna be better at your instruments, you're gonna be you're gonna build and grow on that. Mm-hmm. And you may be able to to squeak out a, a successful career as a musician. You may not be a, a, a hit, you may not be that viral wonder forever, but you can make a career as a musician and, and be comfortable. So good on them. And if that's what they want to do, good for them. And if it's just a hobby and they have some fun for a few years, cool. I pre-ordered the Descendants album, uh-huh. which is really cool because it's the original lineup. What happened is when uh, they they first released an EP before they had a, a vocalist, uh-huh. they released an EP called Ride, Ride the Wild. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they started uh, writing material for a full length. Milo ended up joining the band, and they scrapped everything they had and started from scratch. And that album became Milo Goes to College. Okay. So everything that they've had before that, 43 years old at this point. Just never had vocals. Never had vocals. It now has vocals. Yeah, Milo put vocals on it. Milo put a vocal track on top of it. So you're talking about the original Descendants lineup, original Descendants material from like 1978, 79, with new vocals. Wow. That's what's coming out in July. Wow. So you can go on to... uh, Wherever you listen to music, and they have a couple of singles already out. 
And it totally sounds like that little more surfer style Descendants. Sure. Yeah. You know, from like like the Milo Go to College era. Yeah, that's the good stuff. But it's got golden modern Milo vocals. Wow. (laughs) Interesting. so it, it it's different because I you know modern Milo vocals are a little bit different than you know if you if you've listened to his EP Rebuke or Suffrage the more recent stuff even Hypercafium yeah it's got that style of vocal to we're it. just listening to that album today at the shop yeah it's got that style of vocal with it but with that old lyric yeah or the old music I'm sorry really fucking good I'm excited for it super excited for that's it. when all this stuff was written by like. Frank Novetta. Yeah, Frank. Yeah, who had a really unique style as far as that. And um, was the bassist name Ray? Was it Ray? Yeah. Yeah, Ray. The, the guy who was like twice her age. Yeah. The guy who was like, nah, I got this fucking job. I can't fucking Ray <laughs> Tony. and shit, huh? man. Tony, <laughs> Tony, Tony Lombardo. Tony Lombardo. Yeah, yeah. Ray was the next one. Yeah. Because I can't go on fucking tour, man. I just fucking bought a house. The, yeah, the, the funny thing is I went um, record shopping in, oh, God, what city was it? Fullerton area, and uh, do you remember Burger Records? We've talked about yeah, Burger yeah, Records yeah, yeah. on this list. We ta- yeah. Well, Burger Records had a storefront. Yeah, Some, somebody bought the storefront, and it's now called uh, White Rabbit Records. Mm-hmm. So we happened to be in the area. We stopped by, and we were looking around. Um, I guess that's Anaheim then. Um, happened to be walking around there and stuff and like that, and I ended up talking to the owner. Like he just started talking to me, befriending me. I wasn't. I didn't even buy it. I bought like Sam or what is it? Um, Herman's Hermits mm-hmm. or something like that. No, no, no. Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs because it was Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bought that in a Barb Marley album. And I don't remember what shirt I was wearing, but he started talking to me and he's like, oh, did, he goes, did you see the Descendants was coming out with this album and this and that? I go, yeah. He goes, I, I was able to pre-order it. And he's like, oh, you're lucky, man. Because they sold out right away. Yeah, the first pressing sold out. That first yeah. pressing sold out right away. I didn't get one. So yeah. he's sitting there and he's telling me, he goes, yeah, he goes, uh, actually, I'm buddies with, with Tony. And he was talking to me about this and this and that. He goes, he still plays every now and then, this and that. I'm like, dude, he's got to be like 60. Tony Lombardo is like seven years old, dude. He's yeah. as, old, as old as our parents. Yeah. 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 And so he is. So when did you watch Filmage? Uh... I did at the shop, so oh yeah, I, so you kind of did, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah I was dude. in and out. I no, did, no. I did get the he, point where they had the bass, the bass player. Yeah, yeah, it was older than every like much. Yeah, he's good twenty years older. Yeah, yeah. He he is our parents' age. He is mine and Rick. He's our parents' age. Yeah, he was a, he was about thirty when they were doing all this stuff. Yeah, you know, and everybody else was like fifteen, sixteen. If, yeah, if he's yeah. thirty in the eighties, dude, he's seventy now. Yeah, Jesus. So that's why I said like I. Dude, I just bought a house. Yeah, no, he was yeah. an adult. He was like, yeah. a, was he a mail carrier? Or? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the like descendants that. that are going to play at at uh, at punk rock bowling, it'll be this, the actual descendants. It's actual descendants. It, it, it'll yeah. be the rise against tour. Will it'll be, be the, actual. It'll be the modern okay, line. So this, be, there's no be, tour be, with this. No. Well, Frank Novetta's dead. Gotcha. And then um, Tony, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past him if he could work it out. Tony make an appearance. I think he would like to he, do that. He still lives in Orange County. He may come to Irvine and do some stuff. Yeah. But I mean, maybe like a song. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. And then he even did stuff with all later on. Like, there's a whole all. Album. Oh wow! That's oh actually, yeah, there is. There's it's all called, it's, called, it's called Tony, Tony all. all. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's Tony and the rest of all. Oh shit! Doing an album. They're they're still friends. He's just yeah, yeah. he's in a different place in yeah. his life because he's, you know, twenty years older than those guys. Yeah, yeah he's but, like the Ramones age, you know. Yeah, or, yeah. or Johnny Rotten's. <laughs> and but, and then well, the other two left in the lineup were of course Milo and and Bill. Yeah. So you know, it's always been the descendants have always been a rotating door of a. a I'm a bassist and a guitarist until Stefan and uh, yeah, and Stefan Carl. and Carl kind yeah. of stabilized it. Go back to that. Rise Against just released their album as we record this today, 
Did you give it a listen? I haven't listened to it yet. It's actually it, it's the pretty good. New Rise Against album. Yeah. yeah. You know, I played it at, at work. Uh, I I just played it like I was playing a bunch of just random stuff, and I was like, oh, New Rise Against. Hit play. It sounded good. Yeah. So here's the thing about Rise Against that I was gonna say. Um, the um, there's a, a an acoustic song on there which I think is just gonna be standard from now on. Uh, it kind of was anyway for Rise Against. Yeah, they have a lot of acoustic songs, but ever since the Ghost Note Symphonies, that whole album, which they did really well. Oh, even even going back to like Swing Life Away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So th- I mean, there's gonna be an acoustic song that's on there, but the rest of the album, the thing about Rise Against, and I know we've said this about a lot of bands, is you kind of know Rise Against is one of those bands too. You know what to expect. Right. But the difference with Rise Against is that those songs that are on that album, you will know them later. They will become anthems later. That's mm-hmm. always what happens with Rise Against. I feel like the album comes out. You're like, this is a good album. Here's the single. The single right now is Nowhere Generation, which is a really good song. Yeah. And then um, there's some other songs on there that as I was listening to it, I was like, dude, w- come this show in August. I will know all of these words mm-hmm. and all these a bunch of these songs. Half these songs will be anthems. Oh, yeah. Like for their live audience. That That's what it's going to be. It's, so it's like that. It, it's, is it good? Yes. It's better than the Offspring album. <laughs> yeah. It's better than the Offspring album. Good. But yeah, it's going to be one of those ones like, you know. I don't even know the name of the of the song Board to Edu- Board of Education, but like I know the song. It's mm-hmm. gonna be like that. Like you just know it. You're just yeah. gonna go. You're just like I just know the song but because that's, that's the I know way it. Any Rise Against song is. How many Rise well, that's Against what I titles mean. do you? Well, know? I don't know. I don't know AFI titles either. But like, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's what it's. And we'll talk about how them. many years yeah, and we next. still don't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's gonna happen. But no, it is. You listen to it and you're like, this is a good album. I guarantee you, in a couple of months, when I listen to this, I'm just gonna. These words they'll just yeah. go into my head and I'll know them. But it's like, do you do you, the song is called Savior and it never says the word Savior? Right? No, yeah, yeah, no, it never does. You know, or set, you know, um, well, make it stop. But September's Children yeah. actually is the name of the song. Yeah, you know, but they call it Make It Stop. So that that's a that's a good album. Um, Voodoo, the Voodoo album. Um, do I really like the Voodoo album? I liked it a lot too. I, I really, really way like the Voodoo uh, album. I like Karen and I like uh, Film Daddy Loving. Yeah, all of them are good. We have seen them with uh, Dan and I have seen them with um, Ephraim. Ephraim. With now, that's Ephraim. our first album with him, correct? This is the yes. first album with Ephraim. Um, Good for them. Yeah, for him. it's he's it's busy right now, man. Between that yeah. and Manic Hispanic and, and, and other Death shit, by Death by Stereo. Man, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's a good album, dude. It just it just is. It's the frantic pace you'd expect from him. It's almost a little bit of a throwback to mm-hmm. some yeah. of the earlier. That's uh, exactly what I stuff. thought. Mm-hmm. Because the stuff that was on Victory and all that, when Frank was in the band, I just it's okay, but I didn't care for it as much. But this is a throwback to the the Firme days, the not steady as she goes. What's the one after that? By the Los Locos and all all those earlier kind of albums. I thought, man, this is actually really good. I found myself listening to that one when it came out over and over. Yeah. It was just yeah, we've listened to it quite a few times at the shop. Even yeah. like uh, one of the barbers is like, "Is this who is this?" And I was like, "It's Voodoo Glow Skulls." And then like, "Whoa, no way!" I didn't really different lead singer yeah 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 the music you hear voodoo in the music oh yeah you 100 yeah, percent hear, hear voodoo do. in the music but you're like yeah Ephraim can pull this off like it's a different vocalist and it's like i don't want to make the van halen comparison because i don't like van halen with <laughs> either one either singer but <laughs> all like, three yeah all three. oh yeah all three i don't like any Sharon. of them but uh no no I, I that's a really good album um and we're, I'm, gonna, we're, and I'm gonna see them. They've it, also they've also released two other albums. They reissued two others. They released the Potty Training Years, which is their first like collection of singles and like stuff that they released mm-hmm. that wasn't big. And they re-released uh, Who Is This Is, which is like my favorite album by them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to get the Potty Training Years one because I, I do have um, I do have Potty Training Years. I think a copy of it from back in the day because um, they they had it out. They actually released it 
on CD back in the day, and I I, ha- I do have a burnt copy of it, and I have it digitally. The sound quality is shit. It's really bad. It's a home recording yeah. kind of thing, and you can tell. So to hear this one to be remastered, I I do want to get that. I've yeah. actually been thinking about taking a trip out to Doctor Strange. Yeah, they, and that was what I was going to say. They'll be both um, been released on Doctor Strange. Yeah. And that Who's This Is vinyl is selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Like People he, can't keep that he shit He can't in. keep that in the store. Like, he's all like, I got like two left, first come, first serve. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange does a lot of work. And like just to, for like something to like sell out like that, that's just been reissued, that he probably had like the majority of them is just nuts. Right, I bet you if I go to me, but like I find a bunch of them because they're not as big. I mean, you know, people more people in are Los going. Angeles. Yeah, people more people are going to Doctor Strange than they are going to me. But yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I'll be the unpopular opinion though. I liked the Bruce Lee Band EP. Yeah, I was going to ask you more, about that. more than I like the Voodoo Ghost Girls album. That's and I said that's my unpopular opinion. I I haven't I haven't, I haven't heard listened it. to yeah. it. Yet. Who's the backing band? These it's days it's band? five songs. Uh-huh. It's eleven minutes. Shit. <laughs> it is uh, Jeff Rosenstock, who I hear nothing but good things about. Yeah. And I don't know why I've never listened to him. I mean, either, but I know the name. And uh, Dan Posthast from Amy 330. Yeah, yeah. Are the two big ones that are his backing band now. So they've done oh, they've done about five or six releases over the years, starting back, you know, with Less Than Jake being the backing band. And they've moved on to this. And, and that seems to be the more, the more consistent lineup now is, is Jeff Rosenstock joined in like 2016 or something like that. And then uh, Dan Posthast. However you pronounce his name from Amy 330. I think it's Podhast, but okay. Podhast? Yeah. That makes sense. I think I put an S in there just yeah, for I the reason. Yeah, I think you did, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. It's It's got some of that classic, like, skanky pickle style. The first song is very, very traditional ska, a little more, a little closer to two-tone. You you transition in, it's got, you know, the second track is a little bit more of the wild skanky pickle style. One of the tracks is Jeff Rosenstock singing in Korean. Oh, really? So, uh, it was a lot of fun. It's just, I got the EP, I got the vinyl on that one. It is a lot of fun to listen to. Um, Bruce, Bruce Lee, Mike, Bruce Lee, Mike Park, is actually, he's fun to follow on, on uh, TikTok. I don't follow him on TikTok, I follow him on Instagram. You should follow him on TikTok. Does he, does he post the same stuff? Because on, on TikTok, what he'll do is he'll go through his... his um, customer service emails oh no he and, do oh that. man oh dude it's funny yeah it's funny to see like <laughs> this guy here posted hey where's my stuff didn't give me an address so i was able to look it up you know by his name i found it i sent him the tracking number it's gone all over the place like i can't control that you know with the mail but then he asked me for a refund i didn't do anything wrong and that's the entire TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and then he always does the like, you know, the Korean heart, the Korean where you go like this. You, you take your thumb and you move it across your um, to make like the valves yeah, of the to, heart to make the valves of the heart. Yeah, yeah that's what you do. So he kept doing that in videos, right? And I, I started watching. I started following Asian Man on TikTok, and I just threw out in there like, Mike, what is that thing you do with your with your thumb with your finger in your, in your thumb? He answered me, like he, he told me, oh, he's all it's a Korean heart. He's all it it's. This, Korean, it's very popular in Korea. Is that it's a heart shape? So I was like, but yeah, at the end of every video, no matter what he do, he goes, and he makes the heart. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and he's just, and that's his demeanor too. Just like I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. and he's he has a deep voice. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so it, it's pretty funny, dude. So Rick, it's called the Bruce Lee band again, not the B Lee band. Yes, it's called the Bruce Lee band. Yeah, because I remember there was a lawsuit about it. So, so it's uh, what is it called? It's called Division in the Heartland. Is a new EP, and uh, it's available on YouTube Music. 
Yeah, I, I have the Bruce Lee Band CD, the first one before they got yeah, before I the I remember before that, the Lee Band. That is uh, on YouTube Music as well. I just added to the shop mix, played in the shop. And it's funny because Mike Park is what probably in his fifties now. Yeah, you gotta assume those guys are probably about ten years older than us. Yeah, yeah, and they're uh, it's getting better, man. He 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 ages like a fine wine. <laughs> well, he's always been very active. That he has. Um, Weezer. Have you listened to the Weezer album yet? No, no. you're no. the Weezer fan. Yeah. Okay, so it's a trip because the Weezer album is produced by like a twenty-something Asian girl. Oh, to- totally. It was like a marriage, though, like the perfect marriage of of Weezer and producer, huh. because this she loves big rock, she loves the guitars, she loves all that. There are so many ripped off riffs. <laughs> In the Weezer album, and it's done on purpose. Uh-huh. It's done to be, you know, here are these classic riffs you've heard. One song completely starts like tr- Crazy Train. But it's, but the ly- lyrically, it could be like a, a companion or something like that to Yellow Submarine. Okay. So just, he talks about the octopus being his friend and it's nice. He gives him eight salutes and this and that. I'm I'm at home in this blue dream. He's talking about it, and I'm like, this could totally be a companion track to Yellow Submarine. So like a like psychedelic lyrics, you want to say? A little bit, a little yeah. bit, but it's big, and it's it's kind of that. It's it's you know, Rivers always talked about how he loved Gene Simmons, how he loved the big rock, how he loved. Yeah. The, you always wanted to be Kiss. This is that album where you see that a little bit more, where he's taking those riffs and he's doing that. There are so many catchy songs. There, the singles, um, Hero is a great single. Then they did um what is the other one? The end of the game. Oh my gosh. It it's it's the album that I didn't think I would like, but I love it. And with the Hella Megator coming up, you know, and they, they and that's what it, I think that's what it's all about. It's like you're coming out with Green Day, you're coming out with Fallout Boy, you're coming out with this big stadium arena tour. This is their stadium arena rock album. All right. Listen Stadium Arcadium. Go listen to it. Listen to it. At first, the first couple of times I listened to it, I go, it's okay, but it's kind of campy. And by about the third or fourth time, I'm like, this rocks. <laughs> it's so stupid. so fun. Hey, t- okay, talk to me about the crew. So I haven't listened to that. I haven't listened to the episode. Okay, but I have, a re- I have a reason. I have a reason. What's your reason? I have a reason, too. The re- the reason is because I-, I get pissed off when it's going to be a single, something big like that, and they say, oh, we got a seven inch. And then you see that it's for charity and they sold out. Why the fuck do you do that? Now you can't listen to it. What's that? Now you can't listen to it. Now you don't have access to it. No, I do. It's on YouTube. It's on oh. YouTube. We can find it. But I don't, but I don't like that. Like, why well, didn't just keep selling them? If I want to buy one, why wouldn't you want to make more money for that charity? Yeah. That's a problem that I have. Understand yeah, makes that. sense. I understand a limited thing. Yeah, I but understand. I understand limited thing from a perspective of, okay, we're just going to do this one thing. It's kind of it's kind of li- not when it's for charity. I really don't understand that. Who's fronting this? It's actually Fletcher. <laughs> I'm sure he's got the money to keep adding more orders. It's not about the money. He does, but like, but the uh, like you said, it's a charity thing. It's going to the nonprofit Muzak. Well, to your point though. Fletcher's got the money to add to the charity. Dude, it'll pay for itself. Exactly. Yeah. That's so keep it going. To why, for why, why, why would you stop Why that? would you stop? It could be yeah. something where you just like all the, all the proceeds will go to charity 
you know, like, you know, there's and more you could proceeds do a, that want to yeah. go to those charities. So just keep on selling indefinitely. Or you could you could do like a finite like thing. Keep for like it going. A year. Well, keep okay, supporting the so charity. I don't even believe, and I see what you're saying too, but like, let's take, okay, so today is the 25th anniversary of Good Riddance's album, um, <laughs> Comprehensive Guide to the Modern Rebellion, okay? On the back of that, 20% of the shit goes to whatever. It says that on the fucking yeah. album. Why couldn't you do that? First pressing sold out. Okay. Hey, next pressing. Hey, you know what? We have to pay for these. So we're going to give 20% of everything's going to still continue to that charity. Just so at least we can we can yeah. continue yeah. the manufacturing of this so at least it pays for itself. Why couldn't you do that? Because you're still making more money. And I don't want to hear shit about NFTs. Like, nothing. Fuck that. I thought we were just <laughs> doing one. Nah. Tim Armstrong is doing them. Is he? Mm-hmm. He's doing NFTs with his artwork. Well, that's fair. He's already doing the artwork. Why not just call no, it? No, and I, I understand that, but like that's not uh, you don't raise money for a charity like that when it could be something that's can. And I get that the artwork is one finite piece. Here it is. I created this. Here it is. It's tangible. There you go. Yeah. With a record, you could keep, you producing, keep producing that. It. Yeah, it's not like he. Photocopy. Fletcher didn't go in there and fucking glue stick the seven inches and together. Here's the thing: if you, I mean, Maybe you, could, you could do Fletcher. limited. You could do limited, like with color pressings. Yeah, that's fine. And you know, swirl pressings and all but that. But the black yeah, pressing should yeah. just be like, there's a shit ton of them, and twenty percent goes to charity. Yeah. So I I don't get that. So I don't even listen to it. Is it any good? I haven't listened to it either. I'm sure. It you, probably you, is. you know my opinion about Pennywise. Okay. I yeah. I like. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the same song to me over and over again. Yeah. 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 It's like that one song's okay, but that's like literally their entire so, catalog. Did you listen to All or Nothing? Is it All or Nothing? Pennywise with the Tim Armstrong Zoli? lyrics. It oh, is yeah, that's, exactly yeah. Pennywise he, he, with Tim Armstrong lyrics. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Okay. So with, it's like all right. or nothing. Yeah. With, with, <laughs> those are Zoli lyrics. Yeah. Okay. With, with Mike Muir popping in every now and yeah. then, you know. <laughs> I'm sure it's delightful. <laughs> and, and, and cool. All or Nothing is a very different Pennywise album. I, it's, it's one good. of my favorite ones. It's good, but yeah, it's definitely like Zoli. Unfortunately, yeah. it yeah. doesn't have Jim Lindbergh, but it's got Zoli. And I'm but Jim Lindbergh's in, in, in the crew. Is he really? Yes, oh, he shit. Is. So he even pops in there, too. It's all of them. It's Pennywise and Tim Armstrong and uh, Old Boy from Suicidal. Is it Ma- Suicidal? Mike Muir. Yeah. And uh, Matt Freeman. Oh, yeah, and Matt Freeman. I mean, I'd still, I still, I do want to listen to. It. I just, I just, I, I do too. Yet. I just, I haven't done it because I kind of pissed that I can't buy a seven inch. I got pissed at that. I got pissed at um that. And this isn't the first time I've been pissed at something like that. I got pissed at something called Scott against racism. No, I, I remember Scott against racism. Jim Lindbergh is not it. No, no he's okay. the drummer. It's the drummer. It's By- Byron McMacken. Yeah. Um, I got pissed at a, a there's a, a a compilation uh vinyl called uh, Scott against racism. Yes. And it was a right, bunch right. of different ska bands that were again the same shit. Yeah, it's like sells out right away. Why don't you press more? Press more. People, people would buy it again. Even if you go, oh, well, we're only give twenty percent because manufacturing cost. Okay, cover the manufacturing cost and then give the the profits to this to charity. charity yeah. yeah, you don't have to take profits. You know, people already got their cut or they donated the track and just proved to them, hey, we're just doing this. Here's the here's you know an update. But it could, I don't know. Should it be maybe like it's the, a contractual thing? Hey, Who so knows? You want them to do like the Long Beach Dub All Stars? We're only going to do like a few shows for. Uh, Brad's kid, and then no more, and then like ah, fuck then it. we made a lot of money. A band. Yeah, <laughs> we, made, we made a fucking lot of money. Let's uh, do it. Speaking of that shit, did you know that Travis hey. Barker's putting together a um, a remixed version of the self titled Sublime album because it's it turns twenty five this year. Why huh. though? Because it's 
Travis Barker can he do whatever he wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to happen. So it's going to have fucking Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know this for a fact, but it's going to have Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly doing something. And Willow Smith. Yeah, and Willow Smith. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's her fucking name? Some chick just did. Um, and who, which Kardashian is he dating? Uh, I don't know if he actually is anymore. Did you see his new tweet? No, I haven't. I don't. I don't. I, I think it was Chloe. Was it, was it Ariana Grande who did a Sublime show? Uh, he just know. tweeded something not too no, long No, let, let me Demi Lovato. That's who it was. I don't even like Sublime, so right. I don't know. Uh, let me see. Let me go back and try to find this real quick. Sublime was never band. While he's doing that, Sublime was the other band I never got to see. I never got to see Sublime. And when you ask what the same shit, it was the same shit. And I am slapping my vein. He's slapping his <laughs> vein. That's why. But I, I have heard people from people that have actually seen Sublime. That I'm sorry if any of you are, are so quote unquote bros, you're going to be disappointed. They sucked live because they were always so drunk or so high that all they would want to be is fucking fish and an extended jam session. You didn't get to hear shit because they did what they wanted to do because <laughs> they were so fucking drunk or high. So like going to them was like going to see the Bad Brains and they did all reggae set. Yeah, you didn't come for that. You'd be disappointed. Yeah, and to be fair, they didn't hit their that album. Did it, didn't the album come out after he died? Yeah, yeah. So that, he was already dead when that album came out. So you you would not have gotten to see the Sublime that you think you were gonna see. Because yeah, I remember I heard that a bunch of times. I think even somebody online who had seen him had said something like that. Like, dude, nah, dude that dude had a lot of problems. Like their shit on record, really good. Their shit live. Mm-mm. All right, let's go and take a break, and we'll get back to some other shit. Now you fuckers got Hulu, right? Uh, I do. Yeah. So have you guys I watched do. Sasquatch? I have not, dude. Mm-hmm. So I saw this and I, I like all that paranormal stuff. So I'm uh-huh. like, all right, let's watch. Let's check this out, Sasquatch. And so like the first thing I'm watching goes goes, yeah, I was up in Northern California in Mendocino County, man, and like these three dudes come in, goes like, dude, three pot growers got killed by like a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, what all right. The I like f- where this is going already. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I'm like, I start watching it, and it just talks about like, you know, they're like all these old hippies and shit that were fucking, you know, growing pot like in the you know 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. 
and like how like because like how they became like you know they were hippies but they're like carrying guns and like how like became very like um organized crime-ish like you know like very territorial like hey you get off my fucking lawn like you know you're on like to grow pot like you're on this dirt road mm-hmm. with a lock gate and then there's forest and another lock gate forest another lock gate and then you finally find a pot farm uh-huh. and this goes in this <coughs> whole thing like goes yeah there's bigfoots up there but like you know we started spreading this rumor of like bigfoots killing people so or bigfoot killing people so that you know we didn't have people fucking with our fucking pot very fucking interesting you guys haven't seen it but just basically goes in like you know yeah bigfoot's not real and what and goes man is a monster himself man is this monster that you know more worse than anything we could ever think of sure is man and the guy who wrote on it he was on joe rogan not too long ago but he also did the like a lot of the writing for the night stalker one that was on netflix recently Mm -hmm. okay and if you ever check it out it's on netflix too called um operation odessa about these guys who are trying to buy nuclear subs from the Soviet Union when it fell. He also does one on that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, like, I, he wrote on that one. And he's also, um, did, he's gone undercover for the um, the white power movement, like, where he was, like, you know, reporting on this stuff for the Seven Poverty Law Center and stuff like that. And he's even done it recently. And he said, like, um, when he would go undercover with that, they said, like, well, how do you know that I wasn't right? He's all, because you didn't have any tattoos. <laughs> So he had to get a tattoo, and he said, like, um, when he got it, it was something that um, white supremacists would have, but it wasn't solely white supremacists having it. Now it's more solely white supremacists having it. And he's even gone recently, like, in the um, two or three years ago, and he said, like, I was uh, protesting, and I have all these black guys chasing me. He goes, wait a minute, give me 30 seconds, and I'll show who the fuck I am. And then if if you don't like me, you kick my ass. And so, like, so I had this black fraternity protecting me getting me to the hotel safely because i was being chased by all these people who saw me protest and yelling all these nasty things at people because i could still go undercover with these people yeah, yeah, yeah. and goes again give me 30 seconds so if you get a chance watch sasquatch i, it, I do want to watch it because i i heard that guy on jericho's podcast and he was telling stories like that that it was this whole um like kind of cartel yeah thing almost and the story was like basically made up but he was saying in a, for a lot of that stuff, because they interviewed some shady people. Yeah. And the people that, that did it with him were like, they had like certain, certain, I don't want to say this, like clues to, or, or um, different stuff that they were saying to each other. Like, okay, I'm going to go in here. And if I'm not back in 30 minutes, something happened to me. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, call the, like, figure out something. If I'm not back in 30 minutes, call because of who I'm talking to and what they know kind of shit. And the thing is crazy is like, I heard that. And did you, did you watch Mayans? No, no. You have the son of anarchy spin off. I watched, I watched like the first like four or five episodes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm super into it. And one of the kids that works for me is, is super into it. Um, so we talk about it and, um, this, it just ended a a few weeks ago, but like they, they do this thing where they, they call it meth mountain. And it's funny because all this shit keeps coming up about mm-hmm. these isolated communities that basically are these communes and they do all their own shit. Well, the he- guy that was the head of Meth Mountain um, has a bunch of white supremacist tattoos uh-huh. and they're all fucking meth heads and all this kind of stuff. But the cool thing about that episode was they're out doing whatever, you know, because they're kind of hippie-ish. Yeah. Because they're all fucked up meth heads and they're playing acoustic guitars and they're singing some song. And then the next thing you know, you hear a song. You're like, I know that song. 
I know that song. Why do I know that song? On an acoustic guitar. And then this guy starts going, we walk the streets at night. <laughs> fucking Misfits song in Mayans, dude. I was like, holy shit. I was like, yes. So it, it was pretty cool. But like, that's what that yeah. got to me. And then I heard this guy's tale. I'm like, dude, that's not the first time I heard this like shit about this. Yeah. It's real. Yeah, they're just <laughs> saying like these real communities of people that are just fucked up. They were just saying like, yeah, there's a bunch of fuck like there was hippies and then like they're carrying guns and like they're on fucking meth. Yeah, like, that's what this what that's what this is in Mayans. It's the same yeah, shit. Yeah, and it's just like what the I mean, because like, you know you've always heard like the Green Triangle mm-hmm. shit. Now listen, I got I got it going off of this. There's this guy at work or I used to work from Virginia. He was all telling me like, hey, I'm gonna go back to Virginia. I'm gonna smoke some of that Virginia weed. I'm all. Dude, I go, you live in California, you have access to some of the best weed in the nation. And you're fucking bragging about that fucking Virginia weed. He goes, and so I asked this other kid, he goes, like, who grew up in Virginia? He's all, dude, it's like that fucking Mexican stress we used to get. And, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, dude, the weed sucks. And he goes, yeah, I get you high. It's good for that. But no, nah, man, that fucking shit sucks. And I kind of go, dude, why do you keep on bragging about the Virginia Woods? Oh, we'll get you high. I go, dude, I could get fucking high off of, like, lawn clippings if I really wanted to. <laughs> I must get high off lawn clippings, Jack. That was weed. Um, yeah, man. I, I got to find somebody. That, I don't want to get Hulu, but I might somebody. I've probably passed it for a little while. Uh, so what you call it? You didn't um, package it with... Um... No, because I did it before they offered that package. Okay. You can uh, contact Hulu and they'll, they'll prorate it to it, what? to it, though. Oh, really? You're supposed to be able to do that. Oh, okay, something to think about. Did he do? Did he do the Korean heart? I didn't see. Um, <laughs> so you guys seen the Loki trailer? Uh, yes. just did not too long ago. So Loki, I'm watching that, and I get a lot of uh, Doctor Who vibe from it. I also get a lot of Hitchhiker's Guide from the Galaxy vibe. Yeah, it. I I don't know how to place it, but I can get that kind of the yeah. the, the, the time traveling. And the trench coat gives you kind of a, like almost a David Tennant vibe with the with the Doctor Who piece. A um, little bit of uh, more of the Time Bureau from what is it? Um, Legends of Tomorrow, but mm-hmm. not as campy and silly as as the legends themselves yeah. are. And um, a lot of like the bureaucracy behind it, like Brazil and um, Time Bandits. So there's a lot of different influences on it. Basically, from what I understand is Loki, when he had his um, Infinity Stone, I forget which one he actually had. He had the Tesseract. So yeah, the Tesseract. the Time Stone? Yeah. Yeah. He fucked with time too much, and he has to go back and fix shit. So it's that kind of venture, and um, Owen Wilson is in it. He's kind of like this guy directing, goes like, yeah, you messed up, so you got to go back and doing it. One scene that I, I saw, like on one of those things, like, you know, where you're trying to figure things out, like, uh, and other people do it for you. Uh, like the Easter egg stuff, he's like mm-hmm. he's supposed to be um, DB Cooper, jumping from the plane. Oh, right on. Yeah, so you see him like jumping with the sunglasses and like the black suit. He that's his uh, DB Cooper in Brazil or what? Was it Brazil? DB Cooper out? was yeah. in Washington. Oh yeah, I can remember when he jumped out. I don't know why I thought it was Brazil. I know who DB Cooper yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stole, stole the shit and jumped out, but never seen again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I'm looking forward to it. It starts on Wednesday. Uh, so we're recording on what the Friday. Friday, Friday, June fourth. So it starts on Wednesday, June ninth. So uh, that's the day before I go to Vegas. So I will be watching that. Viva Las Vegas! Uh, Viva Los Raiders! <laughs> Which um, I have a feeling it's going to keep you in the dark for a long time. 
yeah. which is kind of the mo of some of these Disney Plus series. Yeah, I think we got lucky with a uh, talking winter jerks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when it when it's those secondary when it's the secondary care like WandaVision, I have a feeling it's gonna keep me in the dark like that a long time. Yeah, figure out what exactly the hell is going on. Tell you what, I don't know a hell of a lot about either, and I want to know what the fuck is going on. Is that Master of the Universe reboot? Yeah, so this is the one that's done by Kevin Smith, and basically, and I'll be honest with you, I watched He Man when I was a kid. It was cool. We had Grassle Gray Skull and Snake Mountain. We played with that shit. I still don't know, like, like why the fuck does he have a skull face? Because it's not a mask; it's an actual face. And how can you talk with you don't have any muscles? <laughs> it just made a cool toy. That's yeah, mm-hmm. and. Basically, it's going to continue the legend from like where after the filmation, which was what we saw as kids. It's right. going to continue after that. So I guess there was a big old battle and shit that happened. And like, was, wasn't there already a He-Man? There was a He-Man in the 90s or early 2000s. I mean, yeah, I was going to say. So it's it was right anime. around the time we were going animation? to Comic-Con, so early 2000s. Yeah. Okay, it's so not, it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's Anything's animated. better than Have you seen the movie? The original one? Yeah. Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. Hell yeah, I have. Yes. <laughs> Courtney Cox in the movie too, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. I heard that was more based on um, Jack Kirby's A Third World than uh, actually Master of the Universe, if you sit down and watch. Didn't matter. Still enjoyed yeah. it. That was cool. But, but it's like, <laughs> the, the difference here now is is you have the power of Netflix behind it. Yeah. yeah. And Netflix does have, have uh, that. Open checkbook. Exactly. <laughs> the, uh, I'm rubbing my fingers together. The like greenbacks. Cash. Yeah. yeah. Not tapping my, not tapping my veins. <laughs> <laughs> and have you seen? <laughs> yeah, I thought about doing that earlier. <laughs> Have you seen the voice cast for this? Mm-mm. So He-Man is going to be played by Chris Goods. Uh, Kevin Conroy's in it. Kevin Conroy was Batman from Batman in the Animated Series. Oh, wow. Mark Hamill is Skeletor. No. Diedrich Bader's in it. And everybody loves Diedrich Bader oh, as shit. much as I do. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Ha! Lena Headey. Justin Long. Jason Mewes, of course. Oh, shit. What is Jason? Uh, Orko? Uh, he's Stinkor. Oh, okay. Orko is Griffin Newman. Okay, you've got my attention. F- Phil Lamar, who does so many voices on uh, Family Guy. Huh. Um, it gonna rain. Okay, if you so, scroll down a little further on the article, it actually yeah. shows you pictures. Yeah. Uh, Henry Rollins is going to be Triclops. Stephen oh, Root is in it. Alicia Silverstone's in it. Of course, Harley Quinn Smith is in it. But, I mean... Dude, Henry it, Rollins it, it, is going to be in this? Yeah, I remember hearing that. Now I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it it's it's worth checking it's out. Kevin, it's Kevin Smith <laughs> playing with his friends. Yeah. Yeah, which he does best. So the, the interesting thing that I find there is that it has Kevin Can Kevin Conroy and Diedrich Bader because they both they technically both played, played Batman. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> uh Diedrich Bader did it for the the Brave and the Bold. Yes. Yeah. The the series of shorts. Not too bad they don't have Will Arnett in there too. Right. Because then they could have three Batmans. <laughs> That's interesting. It doesn't come out till July. July That's cool. 23rd. Mark Hamill's going to play Skeletor. I uh, actually, I'm kind of excited for that. I'm not gonna I, lie. That, didn't that bring him right back? Because I think he was pretty much done voice acting until that came along. I, th- I think I thought I read something about that not that long ago. And I could be. You know, Kevin Smith has a way of uh, making friends and influencing them to do what he wants. He got the cock knocker back in the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the cock knocker's back. <laughs> He's back, uh, baby. He's probably like, "Come on, dude, you did the Joker. <laughs> You're fucking Luke Skywalker. Come on, you got to." You did Cockknocker. So we're gonna the Battle of Eternia returns July twenty third. 
Okay, okay. That's I might dust off, blow, the, knock the dust off of uh, my Netflix account. It was Thundercats that had a a series not that long ago. Yeah, on Cartoon have. Network. Yeah. Uh, but this was like within the last, I don't know, seven eight years. Okay. Hey, you know who's yeah. a huge uh, Master of the Universe fan? Lars Fredrickson. Yeah, I just saw him post some original. They uh, just did a collaboration with some with some graphic designer uh, making t shirts, rancid t shirts. Oh yeah, he did. All done. Yeah. I almost bought one, but I didn't. Those guys are finding some unique ways to make money. Dude, it's smart. Well, they could, well, yeah, but it's not like I don't really think they're broke, but no. they do have no income. Oh, yeah, no, there is money is not an issue for the, any of those guys. Uh, what I thought was right, I go like, aren't they like you know in their fifties? You know, Rant, the guys from Rant said that's Tim and Matt. Lars is about he's a little younger. Yeah, he's like born 1971, 1972, 1970. So he's so, yeah, so he's a little bit younger, but he's closer to our age. Where you know we came out. That was when I was like eight years old. So he was like maybe twelve, thirteen when it was out. So I was like, okay, I can see why you're into it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I go, dude, you were old when this came out. Why are you so buying all this? Like, oh, okay. It makes sense now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. And then freaking, uh, what's the drummer's name? Um, Brandon. Brandon, yeah, he's way younger than that. Yeah, he's I want, like, I, 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 think keep he's, on, I think he's younger than us. I think I want, I want to keep on saying he's like twenty three, but like I know no, that's no, not no, right. no, he's, he's like, like no, he's like early thirties. He's been maybe? in the band for over ten years already. Yeah, he's like like um thirties, forties. Yeah, thirty three. I think he's young. Yeah, maybe he might be about ten years younger than than us. But he's been yeah, he's already been in the band like eight years. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Uh, I think his first album was the Dom- when did Domino's Fall come out? 2008, 2009? Yeah, so it's been that, been that. I think it was his first album. So it's been that long. Did you, did you pay to watch Cruella or what? Yes, I did. I paid to watch Cruella. It was worth it. I heard good, I heard good things about it. It was excellently done. I, I heard good things about the soundtrack, and then I looked up the soundtrack, and there's nothing on there that I would listen to. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, like I could see how people would be attracted to no, that it. No, it is a good soundtrack. It's, it's, one of the, it's, it's designed to be um, 70s London. Yeah. So right right around the time a lot of that stuff they played in the soundtrack would have been popular. Is building on that kind of early early punk rock vibe. So was it and, like T Rex and No, 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 no. And no. you're talking those are American bands. T Rex and Bowie. I think the Stones are on it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. T Rex and Bowie? Oh uh, T um Bowie. I was thinking T Rex. I don't let know me, why let I thought T Rex. You're right. So. I think I was thinking the New York dolls. No, it was it's got some stuff that's not. It's got like Super Tramps, BG. Yeah, so I'm okay. not into that stuff. Ike and Tina. No. no. You? I've got some of the stuff in here. Uh, I've seen your iPod playlist. It does have Florence and the Machine, playlist. which is a more modern one. Um, <laughs> I remember the first generation iPod you my, had. My Super Tramp CDs do go right next to the stuff from Crass. I don't know what you're talking about. It should be. Uh, but all, all your oh, disco had, stuff? It's Subhumans. And then Super Tramp, because my stuff's in alphabetical yeah, order, alphabetical. so I can find it, yeah. You still do alphabetical order? I have to. I, mean, I don't buy CDs anymore, but all my CDs are in alphabetical order. So when I when I find it, when I want to look up something about it or you know whatever. I do I it by letter, it. but I don't Where know. Where is your like CD collection? Is it boxed order? or is no, it No, no, I have a five-shelf like bookcase that has all that shit in there. I have, a, I have a room dedicated just that. Well, I don't. I had an office, and then I had a son. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Side question. Have you yeah. been to Amoeba yet? No, no, nothing. I want to go. I kind of do I, too. I, I want to go. Mm-hmm. I want to buy some vinyl. I have a, I have a small little crate over here that I have some vinyl in, and 
I've got some room. I can. I want. I want to add to it because when I when I get I my don't. house. <laughs> Rick, Rick has no room between so, Rick and Alicia. Does Alicia buy vinyl as well? Yes, she does. Yeah, I figured. And then we we've inherited stuff from from her parents, her parents yeah, and, and and stuff we've picked up along the way, this and that. So we have what are the IKEA Calyx shelves? Uh huh. So they're the they're the twelve by twelve shelves, mm-hmm. and they're about twelve deep too. It's a five by five, and I want to say, yeah, I have two of them at the shop. Those are, that's what. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to say. Oh, that's the, is that the merch shelves? Yeah. Okay. You know, we have decorations and stuff in them too, but literally 13 of those shelves. I would imagine most of it's vinyl. Are vinyl. And so they're fucking jammed in there, right? They're jammed full. <laughs> so, I mean, if you look on my Discogs, and the uh-huh. only reason I use Discogs is so I can catalog what I have. <laughs> so that way, if I go somewhere, I go, do I have that? Yeah. I can look it up. Yeah. It's over 700 vinyl. Oh, wow. It's wow. just, it's insane. This is the same guy who threw away all his CD cases. Yeah. No, I, I remember. Didn't. Actually, I did not throw away all my CD cases. No, did I you do bo- most of them? I though? boxed them up. Oh, n- and I put them in storage, and they're all back in my house. Like I said, that fourth bedroom is CDs, DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> it's still See, there. He needs a bedroom just for his CDs. DVDs, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I do too, but he's, he's still buying. I'm, I, not, I'm not buying. I don't I buy ever. CDs anymore. I do buy vinyl. No, but you I buy vinyl. Digital, yeah. I see your mail, Dave. I'll, I'll, I'll buy. <laughs> I'll buy vinyl if it's like. Something like I okay, the new AFI is coming out. I, I bought that on vinyl. I pre-ordered so that. I was told I can't it's buy gotta, any it's new gotta vi- be special. vinyl unless I get rid of. Yeah, vinyl. what's your number in vinyl? This guy said no, he had seven hundred. Like, like my friend are like four hundred. Oh, okay, this guy's got more vinyl. You sold. You've sold stuff before. Yeah, I right? sold stuff. But that uh, traded and again, that's among ago, two yeah. of us yeah. and and things. There's a lot yeah, of stuff I want to get rid of. Married still, together. You're more likely to have super tramp in your collection than I am. Dude. I probably do. Like I do. I guarantee. That's what Discogs is. I do not have super tramp in the collection. But the the premise of the movie is it's it's her, it's her origin story and and coming up wanting to be a fashion designer in in seventies London, and it has of course the foil being the the high powered woman who runs the fashion designing conglomerate, and fighting back against that and realizing you know that there there there's definitely way more to it and I don't want to give away the story mm-hmm. and things like that but fighting against that conglomerate and using kind of that that punk rock vibe and the the anti-establishment vibe to to raise her up and it was just great it was really really great um emma stone was fantastic as cruella and the ending kind of of course they have to the ending kind of sets up for 101 dalmatians the cast did a fantastic job um the live action 101 dalmatians is just wondering uh without giving away too much at the end she ends up giving um, Dalmatians to two people who happen to be um, named Pongo and Perdita. Hmm. Interesting. So without going too much into it, uh, I do not have Super Tramp. I have Sugar Hill Gang. Okay. The reason I... Um, Accepted. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you watch a lot of stuff and you need to do that. I saw Ryan post that he liked it too. Mm-hmm. Um, a Cruella, and I, I, you know, I'm in a bunch of Disney shit too, and I heard people say that. Speaking of which, the last one, I, which I didn't pay for, Raya, I think that came out today. It came out today. Raya, the last one came out today is for all subscribers, yeah. so I'll probably catch that pretty soon. No, but again, it it benefits me to get them on 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 Premier Access because I'm paying thirty bucks for four people. Ruby's not gonna watch it. No, Ru- no. Ru- Ruby's the one I'll watch it for fifteen minutes. Okay, I'm bored. I walk away. Matthew. So I'm still paying ten. Is she like that with a lot of stuff? She's like that with a lot. So is my son. But that's why I don't do it because they won't watch movies. 
But then at the same token, if it's something she's invested in, she'll watch she'll it. Like, watch like it, she course. watched, you know, my neighbor Totoro the other day, you know, start to finish, or she'll watch. So it just has to be a peak yeah, interest. It just ha- she'll watch an entire series of anime, you know, like yeah. that, and it, it's whatever it is. But if I, if I say let's it. go watch Grella, mm, no, nah, it's okay. You know, but Anthony's at that age where he's watching everything we're watching. Yeah, he's just soaking it all in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll and he'll sit there and he's watched the uh, Glee series like twice and back to back. Wow. So Anthony's more like Rick, and and Ruby's more like Alicia, is what I'm assuming. Usually. Fair enough. Usually. But she's she's also got my sense of humor and and those yeah that kookiness and stuff and that yeah yeah. But uh. Do yeah, go watch it. Go watch it. Even if you go watch it in the theater, or go to the drive-in, or do whatever the hell you want to do. It's summer. Drive-ins are time. Drive-ins are perfect times. I'm gonna sit here in my garage. I'm gonna have my bong in my hand, and me and Crystal will just watch it. Yeah, I'm getting a fucking contact high in here, bro. Good for you. This <laughs> is California. My back doesn't hurt anymore. Hey, that's all that matters. <laughs> We're here to help people. Here at Exocast, we are here to help people. Help you. And with you know, there's that, points in that, hold on, we just put on, uh, you know, we just put out an episode of KFib, and uh, there's clear as day in the back of here, <laughs> like it's several points during during, during the thing. If I'm it's not, not the only one. But for you, it's, if it's not you, it's Anthony. Yeah, Anthony's yeah. the same shit. <laughs> like fuckers. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but like, let's, we let's need to do a video here. podcast. No one wants to see these ugly faces, dude. Like we're we're purely for radio. Yeah, that's water. Rick's got water. <laughs> like I heard somebody say. There's, we wa- are there's a, water in those pipes. A too. face made for radio there with is. a voice made for print. Yeah. <laughs> in both those pipes, there was water. <laughs> break yeah, time? Yeah, or let's do a break time. Break time. We'll be back.
Hey, but, um, I'm going to talk about this because it just happened. Um, celebration. It's a celebration. Yeah, I'm going. I have. My I'm t- jealous. I've had my tickets for two. Years I do want to go. Well, I don't know what they did as far as tickets. I don't know if they're going to lease anymore or none of that. But what we just did was because I have tickets to celebration. So they had told us, you know, okay, we're going to postpone it. And then they're like, we're not going to cancel. We're going to postpone it. But if you want to cancel your ticket, you can cancel. I'm sure some people canceled their tickets. Sure. Yeah. So mm-hmm. watch for on sales again. I'm sure mm-hmm. they're going to have it again. But you oh, got to jump know. on that shit. I like, got right to go for a day. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was since we had tickets already, they they canceled our hotels. The hotel straight out just said, no, nope, yeah. we're going to cancel your thing. Okay. So yesterday, as a matter of fact, um, we got a hotel room again. I was able to get a hotel room. And now and they sold out you within a couple hours. You didn't get a hotel room. Huh? You didn't get Oh, no, we were both room. on there trying to do it. <laughs> I just happened to get in first. But he wouldn't even have suggested it. And I suggested where, like, we, no, I was like, no, nah, bro, we're going to stay at the Hilton. So we got we got a room at the Hilton. He did tell me that when I cut his hair. What? That you guys were going to get a room at the Hilton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was excited. Well, no, well, yeah. He was excited. Like, there's nothing wrong. The last time we went, Bless his heart. we stayed at a, at a Best Western, which was fine. But I was like, dude. You want to walk? Uh, yeah, I don't want to walk. <laughs> I'm like, I want to want to walk, and I I want to um, the privilege of saying, you know what? I want to go back to my room for a little bit because I'm kind of tired. Let's get a snack, you know. And I go, doot, 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 and there I am. Not only that, they also have a lot of events at the Hilton that are related to the yeah. Convention. So um, we got it. I, we I didn't do the night before. It, it's gonna be, it's got really cramped schedule for me because they moved the dates too. So it's not in August anymore. It's going to be in May of 2022. Memorial Day weekend, right? That just so happens to actually be the last week of school. Oh, that's fine. And that well, that's graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't miss graduation. What, that's what, I, said. Do. what I do, I, I can't miss. I'll graduation. be right there to swoop up your ticket. <laughs> Bad batch. I didn't watch today. I haven't watched it yet either. I'm going to watch it after you guys leave. Did you? Have you guys watched at least the last? I watched. Yeah, I watched all. Yeah, of them. not today's. Normally, I do the midnight today. showings with Star Wars Theory, but. Uh, last, in fact, last night I didn't go to bed till like almost one thirty in the morning. I was watching something else. Yeah. I've just uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I was just, I was yeah, watching yeah, no, I, Rogan's fine. podcast. No, no, I was gonna make a joke, but oh. decided not to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you could have, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I, you're watching. Yeah, <laughs> who's a guest? Uh, David Lee Roth. Okay, yeah. I, I would have turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was listening to Whitney. Well, I, no, I just, I just uh, um, spoke of my distaste for Vanny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I was like, that's what yeah, I was like. Yeah. Uh, David Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, no man, I, I'm digging it. I didn't watch it for a couple weeks. I just, I got busy. It's you know the end of the year at a high school is very busy, so mm-hmm. I just hadn't had time. And then I kind of binged it and was like, damn, dude, to see Kane and Jarvis, <laughs> there was, uh, was. Uh, Pretty you cool. Saw that. You saw yeah. When they, when they had Phoenix Shan, when yeah. they had Kane and Jara's um, origin on that one, I went back and got the comic books and I looked at them. I go, wait up, this is different. But then I remembered from a certain point of view. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, and then um, his name is different. Yeah. Yeah, because he he changed his name when he went into hiding. Yeah. Yeah, but so. I mean, it shows like I mean, it shows all that stuff. But like, oh yeah, there was some stuff that was different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was, it's not the bad batch. It's not the. It doesn't follow. But like I said, it's from a certain point of hey, view. Have you ever read those books? Yeah. Okay, so I have the Empire one that I have uh, read a few different selections from. I do. Oh, I want to no, finish. Certain point of view. No, yeah. I haven't read those. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they're good. So have you ever heard of these books? Which ones? The certain point of view books. Mm, I'm familiar with them, but I've never. Okay, read they've them. come out with the uh, with the anniversary of the movies. Um, so the first one came out with the anniversary of um, A New Hope, and then the Empire one is the newest one, which yeah. is the 40th anniversary last year. So. Uh, it has come out, so I, I expect the next one going to be out, you know, for that. 
But what it does is it takes um, these minor characters you just might see in the background of a scene, and it gives them a little backstory. Oh. So to see what happens through their eyes. So the ones that uh, I read were um, in the Empire book. The first one, I think, is is uh, somebody who's dispatching probe droids. I was going to say, that's from Dak. Yeah, what's that? It's from Dak. It's from Dak. <laughs> Dak's point of view, all of a sudden, it just stopped. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but uh, no, the first one was somebody dispatching probe droids. And then another one was actually, as weird as this sounds, uh, one of the Wampas. The Wampa that lost his arm. Oh, I've heard of that. I've oh. heard yeah. of that perspective before. Right, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. actually really cool. And then the next one was the scene where, because um, it, it is just these minor yeah. things. And they, they go in chronological order. So the next one is the scene in uh, Empire where Han and Leia are arguing in the hallway. The guy, There's a guy that walks past them with a crate full of stuff. It's his. And actually, that story is interesting because he's an LGBTQ plus character. Okay, like, and it's actually in the in the book. Like, uh, you know, there's somebody that he kind of is into, yeah. and you know, it goes through that because then after that, it's of course the escape from Hoth. So that's where it leads up to to that piece. So um, it's about all I've read. I want to get through the rest, but it's a cool concept. It's a lot like uh, Tales from Jabba's Palace, yeah, Tales and stuff and like that. Tales yeah, or Tales from, of the Bounty Hunter, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Where it's just like, okay, you take these, but they're all just like these small characters, and you see them. They're on the movie. We watch the movie. You're like, oh, hey, that's the character. You're talking about, and there's somebody on screen. It just so it's not John, that person. A so is the character that John Ratzenberg plays is he there? No, I don't know. You know what? That'd be funny. Again, I haven't gotten into it. I started it. I uh, haven't gotten too far into it. And they do. It's only like not even a novella, dude. It's yeah. like 10, 15 pages, a little short story in a thing. I need to get. To, I need to set myself now that it's summer. I need to tell myself, you know what, dude? I'm just gonna sit for like half an hour and just read. You know, do something like that. It's gonna so be a lot. What's that? I want to get Lobot's perspective. <laughs> For all I know, he's in it. I haven't gotten that far. Maybe. Yeah, he, yeah, dude, he may actually be because yeah. he didn't have any lines. I don't think a lot of people didn't have any lines. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, Bad Batch is cool, dude. I really like it. Um, it's just, is that going to be one of those just series? It's like, oh, here's eight episodes or whatever. and then uh, I believe it's 16 is season okay. one. Okay. It, oh, they, oh they, season one? As far as I know, it's 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 it hasn't been confirmed either way yet. Okay. But I, I gotta admit, I'm, I'm, but I know that this "quote unquote" batch, no pun intended, is sixteen episodes. I'm kind of a fan now of uh, when you do. I I like the fact that Disney's doing this, and they're saying, "Here's WandaVision. It's the six episodes or the whatever, limited series, episodes, and that's it." Yeah, because you don't want it to drag on because you start to mess with continuity, and and you know, wasn't well, that, that one thing Disney's known for is like basically one season things for the most part, but with the exception of a few. Um, I think that's kind of new. Yeah. Well, Dis- Disney is known for at least with the Disney Channel, hundred episodes. Back in the day, Disney Channel was known for hundred episodes. Seasons or like that's five seasons. Five seasons. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So five seasons and then done. And but the reasoning for that was because the kids are the getting kids older. were getting older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was their, yeah. That's that's kind of why I brought it up. Okay, maybe not one season, but that was where I was going with it. Was the kids get older, so you can't you can only do so much with these shows. There was an end game. There was yeah. so many episodes you got. I think Hannah Montana was actually the first one to break that, if I remember. Maybe, right. mm. but uh, but that it wasn't that uh, was Hannah Montana Disney. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm becoming a fan of that just in general, because I was actually talking to a guy yesterday, and he was like, "Do you still watch The Walking Dead?" No, I yeah. don't. Midway through the ninth season, I'm like, "This is just dragging." When um Rick went away, I just like. I watched the one after that. I'm like, I just, I'm not. Even I, I watched the next season and a half, and it's just like it's dragging. So it, it could. The natural end was when they caught Negan. Mm-hmm. They they should since it's different than the comics. They should have killed them and it's been done. 
And then after that, they went into the Whisperer storyline. Mm-hmm. They could have gotten through that and just this been done. This next season coming up, the tenth season is the last season. I probably won't watch it, like at all. But some of those shows are just they just drag on too long. Mm-hmm. I think five years is a nice. Here's yeah. a chunk. Here's a good story. The Breaking Bad. Here it is. Boom, done. Mm-hmm. And then move on. So even something like and and Robin's gonna hate me for this, but Supernatural, it was good. But there's certain there's a lot of episodes and I'm like this is just kind of filler. Like you're just playing with this. This this shouldn't. It went. That was a show that wasn't even supposed to last five seasons, and yeah. it went over ten. See, I remember what, like what did it hit fifteen? I think so. Oh god, I remember like a few just, years <laughs> ago, like about before Netflix and all that kind of stuff became like a real thing. A lot of TV shows they were confined to like thirteen episodes. Like you could wrap up most of the storylines within those thirteen episodes because you didn't know if you're gonna get renewed for the next season. Right. So like you did your story, and then like okay, there was some like elements where you could continue on, but it wasn't. Uh, guaranteed in stone. And and when you have a limited series run, it makes every episode impactful. When you do a 22-episode season on, on network TV, you get to the point where you get those filler episodes. Yeah. And they don't they don't progress story. They don't progress anything going on. It's just... And some of them are good. I mean, if you go to, you know, what is one of the most iconic Simpsons episodes is that 22 episodes, 22 short stories from Springfield. Yes. That's a filler episode. But Steen Ham is like the biggest thing in the Simpsons continuity ever now. Yes. <laughs> but it gives it that, you know, and uh, you want to see that. You you, you, you want to get to the point where you know there's an end and you feel comfortable with that end. And that's another one I think has almost ran its course as The Simpsons. It's still got like three seasons left that are. In- I haven't watched it. I didn't even watch a Halloween episode this I time. haven't I watched did. it that in. I don't think I was watching it when I got married. So I think I stopped watching it when I still lived at home. So it's been 15, 16 yeah. years since I watched any. Now, my son is getting through those seasons. Like, he's enjoying it. But I think he's on, like, season four or five when it was, like. And four four is considered the golden season. Yeah. Anything from about four to 12 is considered the height of Simpsons. And then after that, it's all just filler. It's up until about the movie when it was, like, really good, The Simpsons. About 2008-ish? Yeah. Now they've been about season seventeen. Well, I, that's where I Dang. that's like the like big decline that I saw was yeah. I didn't get in that deep, and just I just don't watch a lot of TV anymore. And anything like, past twelve, like if you told me try to give me a name of an episode or or something like that, I'm like mm, I don't know. I think the last like one I remember distinctly was season twelve weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Which is the one where they did um, medicinal marijuana? Oh yeah, yeah. But but I agree. Simpsons at this point needs to lo- no longer be an active development. Um, Just like Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah, yeah. You know that was gone as soon as she got yeah. shit candy. Like this is but gone. They they could have done the series without her, and actually focus actually on the Rangers ex- without her. Like you know, kill her off right away. But everybody said Hera, bring Hera in. Yeah, but uh, did that happen? No. No. What's his name from uh, from season two? God, what's his name? The one he he was gonna end up in the series anyway. Um, Blue, the uh, sheriff. No, not the sheriff. The one that they set free after the one who shot the Bill the, Burr. Oh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Thank you. Bill Burr. He could be the center of that. You know, they, they. Oh, yeah. I remember that was the talk after they fired her. Well, yeah. get this guy instead. Oh, no. Because, you know what? Yeah. No, he even said something about it. He's like, well, shit. Have they heard what I've said? 
Because <laughs> yeah. he was like, oh, man, like, I'm a comedian. Like, I've talked tons of trash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think Bill Burr would have done it because he's just he does. He's, he's kind com- of a dick, huh? Yeah, he does a comedian stuff. Yeah. He, he didn't like Star Wars. He said like, do what he's all. Like, he fuck was this never shit. originally a Star Wars fan. Now he's all fuck this shit. This That's is fucking I was shocked when yeah, he he's all fuck this shit. I don't want to do this fucking bullshit. This is a fucking bunch of shit. And then like they gave him like yeah, a lot of money. He's like, uh, he's all well, fuck. Hey, I mean, money changes everything. Bro. Like his you, know, you know that? Yeah. Everybody's got a price. Man, this is stupid shit. Here's a bunch of money. I like this. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing now? Gonna pay. Right for the million dollar man. For the million dollar man. So we make it official. Make it official. Yeah, have you heard that about? Have you guys heard about that? No. No. Okay. So there's a campaign. I follow the million dollar man on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. yeah he says make his title run official. Oh, okay. I I did see that the other day. Now, I understand it. Oh, because, Thirty seconds of it, or what? Oh, yeah, because they go <laughs> well. Well, so explain it real fast. All right. Explain what it is. So, when Andre and Hulk Hogan fought. Andre beat him. This one, they remember they had the two Hebners. Okay, so let let's go a little bit deeper. Everyone knows Andre versus Hogan at WrestleMania three. Yes, yeah. Hogan beat Andre at WrestleMania three. Yes, about a year later. Okay, they wrestled again on Saturday Night Main Event. Okay, which was you know the NBC specials they had yes. about once a quarter. Yes, during that match, there was a screw job finish. And okay. Andre the Giant won the title. Okay. On a two count. On a two count, Hogan kicked out, but Hebner gave gave the <coughs> win to Andre. And immediately after that, Andre serenaded. Serenaded. Not surrendered. Serenaded. That's his words, Andre's words. The title to the million dollar man Ted DiBiase. And at that point, another Hebner shows up. And that's when you finally had Earl and Dave Hebner uh-huh. in yeah. the ring together. You know, Having yeah. a shoving match and yeah, realizing yeah. this was a screw job. Somebody paid off a different Hepner to get the three count. Yeah. So after and as soon as that happens That referee had plastic surgery to look at Exactly. Yeah. Oh you know, WWE president Jack Tunney, you know, KFA president, strips million dollar man of the title, and then WrestleMania four became Thank you. <laughs> million uh and then uh WrestleMania four became the tournament for the world title. So ideally, Million Dollar Man held the title for, what, an hour? Yeah. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> From what I understand, and I don't remember the timeline exactly because we were kids and we, you know, between Saturday Night's Main Event and um, Superstars or Wrestling Challenge, the Million Dollar Man made appearances as the world champion, like in Los Angeles. Like, he brought out the belt and he was wrestling as a world champion. Okay. So there's this thing now. He's like, well, let's make it official, which... My thing is, if you make his official, you make Andre's official. You do. And you give Andre that nod that, like, he held the championship because Andre never held the championship because he was unbeatable and they couldn't take it off of him once he won it. And besides, uh, the way that the booking was, you saw Andre <coughs> and then you saw um, the world champion. Like, you know, those, those are the two draws. Right. Not only that, but Andre wrestled in different territories because of the territory system. Mm-hmm. And so why are you going to have the WWF champion – Wrestling in other territories. Wrestling in other territories, and then he could possibly lose it. Like, I mean, if he, if he fought in over in a Michigan territory where uh, the original Sheik is, the Sheik never lost. So what happens there? Or you fight in AWA territory. Yeah. You know, the, there could be all kinds of screw jobs going on back and forth, and you steal the title from them. So that's another reason why Andre never had the title. Hmm. 
But my thing is, hey, million dollar man, you want the title? You got to give to Andre too. Did you watch um, Lanny biography with Shawn Michaels recently? I haven't watched any of the Lanny ones. So at there was a point where um, it was a television taping. I think it was one of the main events. Wait, you guys you don't know about that? Did you, did you not know about that before? I had not heard that one actually. Oh, okay, yeah. There was one of the there was one of the main events where they wrestled uh, the Rockers wrestled the Heart Foundation, and they beat Heart Foundation for the title. But there was an incident with the ropes, and the rope broke, and they never replaced it during the match. So it was flopping around. It was causing mm. all this stuff, and they're like, they, no, they th- couldn't do things because you couldn't hit that yeah, rope. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't there. So it didn't look good on TV. They scrapped the match. Never appeared on main uh, event, and they never gave the Rockers their their title win because of that. Wow. Oh man, that sucks. So in he, and they, I, well, I knew about that because <laughs> I had seen the I had seen the match, and I don't know how I heard about that, but I've known about that for a I, long time. I've heard of something about that, but I yeah. knew, like like they were screwed out of a title. Is this why Shawn Michaels was so willing to be like the the you know screw boy for Vince McMahon? On yeah, Shawn Bar- Michaels was just an asshole, and he'll tell you that I was an asshole. And he was on addicted to drugs, and that's Marty Jannetty's fault. But anyway, yeah. uh, all this is in the biography. But um, no, when that match was going on, like it was taped. So, um, and you know, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart are, are good now. Um, but in that biography, Shawn was talking about it, and he was like, "Yeah, Bret puts me in a hold," and he says, "Just don't worry about it. Like, they're gonna replace it. They're gonna replace. It. Like, it's taped. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll just do spots again. Whatever. Never replace the rope." Wow. Never came down and do it, and so they thought, okay, well, we're just going to have that match again. No, we're going in a different direction. That's what they were told. So they never got that one. Wow. And then after that was the barbershop stuff, <laughs> and the infamous and look at Jannetty jump through that window. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He jumped. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> was a coward. Oh man. So recently, New Jack passed. Yeah. <sighs> and as. Surprised as I was, I wasn't surprised. Was it what did they say? Heart attack? Heart attack. Damn drugs, dude. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I just, I mean, I knew it was going to happen because these guys just leave crazy lives. Sure. Yeah. But he was starting to get his life in order. You know, he was, I I know he had quit drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, you know, he was married with a woman instead of like all these women buying him shit all the time. <laughs> uh, he wasn't messing around with what's her name? Uh, Marlena. What's her? Uh, Terry, Terry Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. So uh, it's unfortunate somebody, you know, starting to get their lives together. It was nice that we got to see him actually on the dark side of the ring instead of all these other people talking about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time I was watching one of these uh, shoot videos and uh, Jim Cornette's there and who shows up is uh, New Jack and uh, Mustafa. And they bear the hatchet there because, you know. For a long time, you know, Cornette was pissed off at him, and New Jack was saying, fuck Jim Cornette, that racist motherfucker, you know. <laughs> so they buried the hatchet, but so they got their words, and I'm sure knowing New Jack, he was trying to make amends in those later part of the life because, of, you know, when you clean up and you realize all the fucked up shit you did, you make amends. I mean, sure, yeah. That's yeah. what Jake the Snake was trying to do, and we'll get that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Same thing, I mean, is it fair to say the same thing with Ultimate Warrior, kind of at, at that end? I mean, yeah. 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 That's what they said when he did that Hall of Fame yeah, stuff. Hall of Fame speech. He went backstage and was apologizing to a lot of yeah. people and, and trying to build those bridges and then appeared on Raw the next day and within, what, 12 hours, they said? 
Yeah. yeah. And I'll get to this really quickly because we're going to touch on it more when we review Dark Side of the Ring. But mm-hmm. on the Ultimate Warrior one, they interviewed um, Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm-hmm. There was going to be a program between Jake the Snake and um, Ultimate Warrior for the World Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jake the Snake, you know, was like, this is a lot of money for me. You know, I'm going to be able mm-hmm. to, you know, I'll be set financially if I get this run. And I think he was even going to get the um, world title. Uh, Ultimate Warrior quit. And that ended that. And like, Jake the Snake was furious. Yeah. And Jake the Snake has a lot of demons, or had a lot of demons. He's another one who's cleaned up his life. Mm-hmm. And good for him. Um, so he was like, you know, he was at the um, Hall of Fame saying, I got this wool of quarters. I'm going to hit this motherfucker when I see him. I'm going to punch the Ultimate Warrior. And the Ultimate Warrior, he lost a lot of his muscle, but he was still a big guy. I mean, Jake the Snake was never a small guy, but he was nearly, never the size of the Ultimate Warrior. Sure. Yeah. And... Ultimate uh, Jake the Snake's almost crippled. You know he's he's not in good right. shape. And Ultimate Warrior comes by and goes, "Hey, look, man, I'm sorry. I fucked up. I'm sorry what I did to you. Uh, you know, I, I know it cost you a lot of money." And Jake the Snake just okay. <laughs> so yeah. So have you guys been watching any of the Dark Side of the Ring? Mm-hmm. I've watched a, I've watched a few of them. Uh, it's been a trip because WWE is doing their biographies right now too. Yeah. And a lot of them are, are mirroring each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the warrior one. Yeah. The they, warrior but, one. But they're, they're mirroring each other. I just, I'm talking about it at the same time frame. Like, war, like warrior was one on Sunday and, the and dark side was on Thursday. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. they pushed, they, um, A&E biography moved there. So it'd be before the vice one. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, from what I heard, it was like, it was almost like two different warriors. Now the vice one. <clears throat> You thought they were going to throw a lot more dirt on the Warrior because there's a lot more. That, I mean, like, if you ever watched the official, uh, the, the original story of the Ultimate Warrior, the self-destruction of the Ultimate mm-hmm. Warrior, yeah. everybody's throwing fucking shade on the Ultimate yeah. Warrior. Hey, some of those people still did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't as much shade thrown. Fucking uh, Jim Ross and um, Jim Cornette fucking both can't stand the Warrior and they let it be known. And it's like, you know, he's one of the worst ones. And like Jim uh, Jim Ross never has a bad word to say about a lot of people. He's always, you know, been very promoting the business. Like, he was horrible. I, I, I don't know what they saw in him. He was a good body, but he never paid his dues. Mm-hmm. So that was on the dark side of the ring. And then I heard A&E was completely different. Like, it was more like a rosy picture of him. A&E was more of the redemption story. Yeah. Because it was <laughs> WWE produced yeah. mm-hmm. versus somebody else in the third party. Now, I, I put this in here, There's a, and I showed you the guys a shirt. It was said, um, smut and filth. That's what Ultimate Warrior's wife, widowed wife, called the Vice one. So, um, Vice and Dark Side of the Ring production. Mm-hmm. So, they went to ProWrestlingTees.com and said, we want a shirt that says smut and filth and Warrior was a very homophobic, and he made he didn't let it he let it be known like in speeches after like you know his career was off the track. So they um, Dark Side of the Ring, all the proceeds from that shirt will go to LGBTQ LGBTQ charities, and it says smut and filth. And I think it's, hey, that's kind of cool. So I just wanted to throw it out that's there. Cool. Yeah, that that was the big difference. Is you know Dana was in the WWE one. Mm-hmm. Which she's still affiliated with him, of course, and all that, and her kids. And it was his ex-wife that was in Dark Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was the other thing too, though. The one, who two was, different wives, yeah. two different shows. But Jake the Snake was in both. 
AEW's Jake the Snake. <laughs> I found that funny. That's a lot what of cracked AE- me up too. Even yeah. on the Treasures, there's a lot of AEW guys that are are, are doing stuff because mm-hmm. he was on uh, Jake the Snake was on Treasures too. Yeah, he was where he went over his distaste for honky tonk fans, but that's a different story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where I remember that. Didn't we talk about that on the Kayfabe Culture Podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soon to be released? No, released today. Released yeah. today. Yeah, today. Go listen. So, uh, though Dark Tether Rain did Brian Pillman, which I, was a two-parter, mm-hmm. which I thought was really good. I didn't know um, the talent he had and the demons he had. I mean, he had like three kids with three different women. Yeah. Um, it was done well. And then like his new wife was just all fucked up. Yeah. His last wife was just <laughs> yeah. all She's fucked a gem. Up. She's a gem. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> God bless her. I hope she gets her shit together. Nick, She'll be fine. Nick Gage, I I I, 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 didn't get to see that I knew one. of him, and I I'd heard about the stuff with David Arquette. Yeah, that was a good one because it gives you a perspective on somebody that who's never made it to the yeah the mm-hmm. cream of the crop. King of the Deathmatch. Uh, Collision in Korea. Um, I didn't that was see a that low one. point one. I've heard of the story, and I thought it was going to be a lot more like crazy stories, but all you heard was fucking two court Scorpio and uh. And that Scott dude's Norton. got, but he's fucked up. Animal, uh, which was one of War Warriors was it? Hawk or Hawk? It was Hawk. Hawk. Yeah, he wanted to beat the shit out of him. I go, dude, you don't fuck with the, the War Warriors. I mean, they were known as legitimate street brawlers. Mm-hmm. I go, I don't give a fuck who you are. You're not gonna kick that guy's ass. He yeah. was honky tonk man in it a little bit. Yeah, he said I wanted to fuck him up, but the whole time there I was gonna kick his ass. But we said we couldn't fucking fight in North Korea because we fucking get thrown in jail. That guy's got delusions of grandeur, man. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, and then they didn't interview the Steiners, which mm. I thought was weird because they were on the on that bill too. Or was Rick Flair interviewed for that one? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Yeah, which I thought was weird too because he was the main event against uh, Antonio Aoki, which was kind of cool because like Antonio Aoki is like huge in Japan. And he fought Muhammad Ali here yeah. in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, but like he had a fight on the floor or something like that. Or it was some weird shit. Mm. Aoki's like Hogan, Austin, and The Rock combined in Japan. Uh, tall black hair? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind yeah. of, kind of, kind of, kind of a big chin. Yeah. Ch- big chin. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Grizzly Smith. And I talked about his family. Grizzly Smith, I just knew was a fucked up dude. And his family called him a pedophile. Mm. His daughter, who was Rock and Robin. Was one of the like one of the greatest. They said like she was a fantastic w- women's champion, and like just Vince just didn't like her anymore. So like he took her out. But anyway, she told a story that uh, Grizzly Smith, Jake the Snake's father, shows up to her house with a nine year old, and says, "Make her a daiquiri." And she's like, "No, she's nine years old. I'm not gonna make her a daiquiri." So she goes. He goes to sleep, and he's talking to her. Um, Rock and Rob was talking to um, this nine-year-old, and he goes like, "Well, what does he do?" And goes, "Oh, like you know, we're traveling together." And he um, comes over and kisses me on the road, like we pulls over on the side of the road and kisses me. He, she's Rock and Rob said, "I stayed up all night, make sure that my dad couldn't get to her." And then when he left, I said, "You're not taking this girl with her, with you." So I mean, they knew all the bad shit he did, and there is some allegations of abuse between for his kids and like it was either sexual or mental abuse and mm-hmm. uh verbal abuse and like you know beating the shit out of the kids mm-hmm. um jake the snake admitting goes like a lot of the fucked up shit i did was be trying to get rid of this like all the, the demons i had you know mm-hmm. i was on drugs goes i goes i cared more about cocaine than anything goes i, I was on cocaine i did one woman two women three women fucking women with dogs fucking there's times I didn't care about women because I wanted cocaine. And 
he made it a point like if you're being abused, go tell everybody. Tell somebody. He goes, you're mm-hmm. not alone. Make sure that you let people know what's going on with your life because this has to stop. It's not your fault. And there was even a disclaimer at the end of the episode that said that. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot darker because there's I've heard stories before about Grizzly Smith and how, what an asshole and mm-hmm. shit he was. So It's such a sensitive topic with yeah. that, though. Yeah. It's like you, you touch the surface on it without going too far. And just basically, I mean, Jake the Snake's mother was 13 years old when she had Jake the Snake. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you, you get to know the personality of Grizzly yeah. Smith. What else we have coming up on that? I know Dynamite Kid's coming up. Dynamite Kid, that's the only ones they've announced because there's supposed to be, there were 16 episodes, I believe. Are they breaking it in half this time? I, I think they're going to do like a little bit of stoppage period and they're going to continue. It's a big difference in number from previous season. Yeah. So it's like a one season, two parts. Yeah, more than likely. But uh, I'm trying to guess who would probably be on the next one. Next season, uh, China. Did they get China? That's what I, was I mean. I'm out. thinking China would be one. Um, they're doing an unauthorized biography on China on uh, on Vice, actually. I just read that today. Uh, the original Sheik. I'm thinking. Maybe Sabu. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> you, you need Sabu. <laughs> At some point, he's got to be there. Yeah, <laughs> that dude's fucked up. And he's still alive. For real, dude. Alive and kicking. He's something else, man. He's mm-hmm. something else. <sighs> what else we got? Nah, not that downer to end on, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> that went deep, and then we we're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys got coming up? Uh, Let's see here. At the shop? Man, it is. You know, it is freaking crazy. So... All right, you got a lot of people leaving the state, right? Just yeah. You got a lot of people leaving the state. You got a lot of people coming into the state, too. Right. Hello. Dude, our area is, this area of Southern California, Corona, is just being blasted. Homes are now damn near almost 100000 over uh, asking. Uh, they're being purchased for. But we just have so many people coming to the shop now. Uh, I, even I talked to the ladies at the salon next door to us. They're uh they're saying the same thing. They go, We're all of a sudden we've got all these walk ins and we we just have not enough help. So it's just it's really crazy the way the shop's been just blowing up since everything's kinda like opening back up. It's opening back up really fast even for us. Yeah. So it's just it's crazy. Just an observation that I've made recently. Excuse me. Uh we recently acquired a social media guy that's helping us. Excuse me, he was there. Has today. he started already? Yeah, he's been doing it okay. for a while. Yeah, so okay. I don't know if you've, if you've taken a look at the crown stuff. I page. have taken a look and noticed this is very different it's, than it was before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have somebody. I actually have somebody doing it now. I'm I see not, a lot more frequently. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing it anymore. Well, but there was like backgrounds to it yeah. and stuff yeah. that you know it, it looks different looks of the photos and yeah, yeah, it looks like okay, you're trying to sell this rather than just us posting photos. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, we brought somebody in trying try to make it a little bit more appealing for people. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I'm fully booked and I'm actually trying to cut my days back, so um, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah, but it's just trying to help everybody else out we want to see everybody else and they're all they're all pitching in so i mean it's kind of like a a unified effort it's pretty cool seeing everybody you know 
everybody put your put your money where your mouth is and let's all build this together and that's what they're doing so it's it's cool to see some results coming from it um yeah just new products coming in i'm work uh getting ready to work on bringing in a new line of uh grooming products in uh that'll be coming pretty soon we've just recently got apparel in now so we've got t-shirts we've got hats i have one of those hats uh they're pretty nice hats they are nice hats uh, we've got uh, another uh clothing shirt, line too. we've got uh, other more clothing lines coming on the way i've got a uh, uh, SB is going to be doing a new line of shirts for us as well. All right, a uh, second line, right? A second line, yeah. And then uh, we got to get him on here sometime, even if we got to. Oh, that would be pretty cool. We, we got to even if we do it from the tattoo shop. We can do it from the tattoo shop. Even if we got to interview him, just to record it. Special episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot a lot's going on at the shop, dude. So check this out. I we just acquired a pedicure chair. So we are going to be doing toes here pretty soon. I've got I've got to find somebody. I got to get someone to come in and start doing it for us. But we already purchased a pedicure chair. So, right on. And we've actually got a lot of interest. Uh, it's crazy coming from guys. Uh, their wives want to start coming, and while the husband's getting done, or the the maybe the wife just wants to Whoa. come in and get her. Well, <laughs> as soon as I said, it, I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. Uh, and it massages you. It's got a massager oh, built into yeah. it too. So fancy pants, fancy pants. Ah, uh, so that's what we've got going on though. What about you guys? I made a career change. Oh, he did not. Did he really? Yeah, he did. What is he doing now? So I'm gonna be working for the government. Oh, what? This in, guy? This guy's working for the government now? in the San Gabriel Valley. So. Don't get disgruntled, my friend. I know. SGV. Equis files. So what you call it? Uh, no, actually, so I, I'm going to be uh, Charles Bukowski for a little bit. So Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start writing and drinking and day drinking and writing, there you go. writing about my life. I've always wanted to work right about where I was at previously, and I just I got to start doing that just to document the mm -hmm. fucking shit that went down. Yeah. What are you doing for real? <laughs> I'm postman. Are you delivering yeah, mail? Yeah. Okay. I did. No one said. Like, I, we got asked too. Like, um, oh, my mom had asked me. Oh, have you talked to Xavier? I was like, yeah. He said something about getting a new job, and she's like, well, what is he doing delivering mail? I was like, you know what? He didn't say. I don't I know. I told your mom. Huh? I she, told you. She didn't tell me. Yeah. My mom's seventy, man, or gonna be seventy. You know how that goes. Yeah. Hoping we can have a, a <coughs> decent celebration for that this year. We didn't hey, have to uh, do it wait, for my dad. I just want to know. You know he's planning it already. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, do you get that little hat and where you wear your socks all the way up? I think it's part of the uniform, but yeah. Damn. I when it gets 100 degrees outside, I'd be damn sure he's going to wear that hat. <laughs> you ever, I know. <laughs> you, ever, you, you ever seen Jingle All the Way? No. Man, uh, I want you to look like Sinbad. Look that up. Jingle, <laughs> Jingle oh, All the Way with Sinbad. The, with the ear yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see that shit. So here's the thing. I'm um, going to buy him one. <laughs> which one we'll call it? You, those are part of the uniforms you have to buy. You know, like, so they give you an allotment for them. Like, yeah. I'm buying the baseball hat. I'm buying three shirts and... I'm probably buy like two pants and two shorts because, you know, it's Southern California. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to buy him an AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> get him one of those, too. I need to get you one of those. Yeah, they one have them. Make it super yeah. Cool. yeah. We don't, in California, fuck, you don't need those. I know. <laughs> you will when it gets cold. <laughs> no, they can just wear a beanie. Yeah, really, yeah. I'm excited, man. The 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 state's opening back up. I got tickets to see the Aquabats. Got my Rise Against tickets with the Menzingers and the Descendants. That's like my dream show. Who's going with you? 
uh, right now. I think it. I just I bought two tickets and I'm like, I'm going because Alicia can't go. She's she's taking the Saturday off for mom's birthday, and then the next weekend is the Aquabats, and then the weekend after that is is the Rise Against show. <laughs> we, can't, we can't do three weekends in a row. She goes, yeah, but I know those are your favorites. Just go. Yeah, Voodoo's the night before the wedding. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh. So that's coming up. I'm excited about that. Oh, that's right. That's what. That's where the yeah. Yeah, it's just it's summertime, man. Uh, I still got to get up. I'm gonna be at a lot of softball fields. Oh, I got Flora coming playing. in tomorrow. Yeah. Well, she joined a summer league, so every Tuesday we have games, and then we'll probably have multiple games on Sundays, and then she's going to summer school. So I still got to get up in the freaking morning. <laughs> no vacation for no, you. No vacation for me. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap this up because we are we're, way over. We are we're, we're super we're old over. people, and we need to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, uh, Rick, you want to wrap this up? Yeah. Thank you to our sponsors, Crown and Sash, Made Riverside, and Orange Circle Optometry. We just got some lovely care packages from Orange Circle Optometry with their newest stickers. Hit them up on Instagram if you haven't yet. Hopefully, you can get some of those. They're fantastic. They're so much fun. They, uh, you know, I, I, my darling. And, I love those stickers. And, yeah. and the the classic Ramones logo with the eagle, but it's the uh, the eye chart on it. Check them out if you haven't yet. Um, and bands, artists of any kind, if you are looking to spread the love and have some little more exposure, you're welcome to email us at exocast at yahoo.com and we'll get you on the podcast. You can also check us out on Instagram as exoculture, Facebook as exocult, Twitter as exocultcast, and TikTok as exocast. You can find Extraordinary Culture on radio.com, automatic. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. You can even ask your smart home device to play Extraordinary Culture Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.